Attention, we've got hats. For a limited time, I repeat, we've got hats. They're black snapbacks with snuggly little dragons on them. Order your limited edition snuggleware from snugglydragon.com today. We've got hats. Do you like this podcast? Prove it and buy a hat. We've got hats. Snugglydragon.com. Giannis is the MVP. There's no question. No dads hang out with their uncles. It's not a thing, right? Sup, dude. Sup, dude. <laughs> Buongiorno. I'd like to draw some traffic at this moment towards the short film I directed, The Horse's Ass. It's available for download now on internet.com. We have received rave reviews for this little courtroom comedy, logging over 50 five-star reviews on Amazon. Thanks to everyone who shared their nice, positive thoughts. Head on over to Amazon.com, watch The Horse's Ass. It's a quirky little movie. You'll love it. I've also completed my book, Beef Meets World, but now i got to do a bunch of publishing stuff, and it's going to take a while, honestly. Uh, but I'll speed that up just for you, because you're great. John from New Orleans got a sneak peek at the book and said, I laughed, then cried, then cried laughing. That's exactly what we're going here, baby. Stay tuned. Do you like the Snuggly Dragon podcast? Then please support it by subscribing, sharing an episode you like with somebody, reviewing us on iTunes, or just sending us money using the link link provided. Link, that's my dog's name. If you're listening to this, buddy, you better... uh, You better stop chewing on your leash, because that's really annoying me when you're doing that. Do you want to be famous like Johann Sebastian Bach? Email thatsnugglydragon at gmail.com for your chance to be featured content on the program. This week, I want to hear who your NBA crush is and why. Some reviews on the show. David from Florida somewhere says, I've been loving the podcast with your golden radio voice. Max makes me want to be my best self. Isn't that nice? Max wants you to be your best self too, David. Keep smiling, buddy. You got a great, great smile. Q's pet peeve of the week, quote, How leftover french fries taste like ass, end quote. Yeah, what's up with that? Somebody, somebody fix that, please. Love potatoes, though. Seriously, great carb. Speaking of potatoes, thanks to Tito's Vodka. Vodka for dog people. Handmade in Austin, Texas. I believe uh, from potatoes, right? Which was the point of that segue. Uh, Anyway, thanks, Tito, for loosening us up on the old Snuggly D. We love drinking ya. Alcohol is good. Okay, today we're going sports mode. Look no further for everything you need to know about the NBA Baby, this guy Ricky Audiello knows his shit. Even though he runs away uh, a few times mid-interview, but don't worry, you're in good hands. Stick around, and thanks for your support. You know what I want to talk about? Yep. The NBA playoffs. I would love to talk about the NBA playoffs. It's my favorite sporting event of the year. I got to come a little bit clean. No Lieb. No LBJ version 2.3. In the playoffs, LeBron, 
whatever you're doing right now, I bet it's nice and relaxing and restorative and, and fabulous. But uh, once they kind of got out of the running for contention to even appear in the playoffs, I kind of lost, uh, I kind of dropped off a little bit. So what I need you to do is to restructure my education. We're in the week one, we're, at game th- we're on the game threes of the NBA playoffs, first round. Most game threes, some game fours are coming up. But True. So yep. I'm, we're going to run through kind of all the head-to-heads, <laughs> and you just got to kind of lay it on me Whoa, what's yeah. going on. You want to start east, you want to start west? We'll start east. Um, so cool. we're... Right now, currently, we're watching the Boston Celtics play the Indiana Pacers. Just for the organizational purposes, I wonder if we could start with the ones and then go to the fours, just seed-wise. Oh, um, seed-wise? Yeah, yeah. Just, sure. just so we can we can stay so we'll, on it. We'll stay with the East. Um, we'll start, start with the Bucks, East anyway. Pistons. Bucks, Pistons. The Bucks are proving they are the number one seed. Giannis. I think all... Yeah, yes. Giannis no. is the MVP. Yeah, you think? 100%. Oh, God. It's There's no question. Athlete. There's no question. He's so jacked, and he's so big, and he's so fast. Right. God. Regardless of how much of a specimen he is, like, Giannis, he shoots 58%, right? He has sat more fourth quarters than any other player in the NBA. That doesn't sound good. No, but it is a good thing, because that means they were up by that much to where they can sit their stars. You know what I'm saying? And they, They do have the first seat, so they know what they're doing. They have the number one seat. Had they had the six or seven seed that'd be a problem but they have the number one which means he's sitting games because they're up by so much there's so no point in letting him it. be yeah. in there and get hurt then he's like i said he's shooting 58 percent. he's sitting that many games then you got james harden Giannis is the mvp there's no question because you got james harden he's averaging Giannis is averaging 28 29 James Harden is Jimmy Harden's averaging 65 points no, per game. No, he's not averaging You don't 65. like James Harden. I don't like James Harden, but the facts are the facts. James Harden is averaging 35, 36, but he's staying in games that they're up longer. 20. So you think his efficiency is not as much? It's not. It's definitely not. Giannis is, is number a, one in the league in efficiency. There's a stat for that? There is a stat. There's a stat for These days, there's a stat for everything. But hmm. Giannis is number one in the league for efficiency. Do you think he he's, will get the MVP? I hope he does. He, but do should, he deserves he, it. Do you think they'll overlook the fact that he's I think they on? will. Uh, a recent report came out of NBA writers who do have MVP votes, mm-hmm. and they majority voted Giannis. When it comes so the down, votes are already... They're not in, but... Cause don't because don't they do a weird thing where they don't give the MVP trophy until like the finals? They Sometimes they wait until after the finals. Yeah, it's what's up weird. with that? Because they're waiting to season, see... It's a regular season award, but they wait until like... Either sometimes it's halfway through the playoffs, sometimes it's after the playoffs, sometimes it's during the finals. What's up with that? It's weird. The NBA's kind of rigged and sketchy. They do the draft behind the draft closed is, doors, right? Yes. The lottery. Yes, the draft is rigged and sketchy. That's strange. But so they want to see if the MVP that is in the running does well during the playoffs in the postseason. But, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't because no. if they're going to make it a regular season award, Giannis was the most. Valuable player. His team was the number one seed. The Rockets weren't. Um, he Rockets was the are most in the e- West. He was the most efficient player in the league. That's not a question. He was, by st- statistically speaking, he is a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. Giannis. I mean, James Harden isn't even on the list. Does James Harden know how to play defense? He doesn't. So when people break down, they're like, "Oh, Giannis should be MVP." Defense is half of the game. It's fifty percent of the game. Giannis is the front runner not only is he the front runner but he's a finalist for defensive player of the year 
which means generally MVP. If he wins gonna... Defensive Player of the Year, and he has, and he's the number one offensively um, efficient player as well in the league. If he's the most efficient offensive player, and he's a finalist for a defensive player, he's got a... Then he's got both sides coming together. He's number one. Generally, James MVP Harden. focuses on offense, though, kind of right. MVP vote. MVP is like a one hundred percent writers. It's like an eye test. So, like, let's like when Russell was when Russell Westbrook won his um, MVP. A couple when years he was ago. averaging a triple double. When right? he was averaging a triple double, I agree. He should be the MVP. A lot of people are saying James Harden deserved the MVP because hmm. James Harden was putting up. He was putting up. Not he wasn't necessarily putting up the rebounds that Russell Westbrook was putting on, but he was putting up the every other stat, and so he deserved it. I think Russell Westbrook deserved it, but a lot of people say James Harden deserved it. That'll be the case this year if Giannis gets it. Mm-hmm. If Giannis gets it, a lot of people are going to say James Harden deserved it. It's between Jimmy Harden and Giannis. You think At this top point, two? yeah. Uh, a lot of the season, it was down to it was a four man race. It was um, Giannis, James Harden, Nikola Jokic for the Nuggets, and uh, Paul George. Hmm. But Paul George got hurt. Nikola Jokic, he just really, as efficient as he is, and how he put his team in as a position to be where they're at, it's great. But his stats just did not match up even close to those two. Right, and there has to be. When you're giving a, a a trophy out like most valuable player, mm-hmm. there has to be like a statistical, like is that a word? Is it? It might statistical? be statistical. Yeah, statistical is a word. It's a sure. great word. I didn't. 100%. I didn't even know. There has to be a standard for that mm-hmm. and so, Jokic, a scientific backing for exactly. It. Like Jokic is averaging almost triple double, but it's like twenty nine hmm. and eight. Whereas Harden's like 36, 7, and 5. We'll talk and about Giannis James Harden, is like he... 29, 8, and 8. It's focus so it's on like... Giannis for now because we'll get to James Harden because he truly is doing amazing stuff. He's doing good things. We'll, we'll get to him. Um, Giannis, Bucks, uh, who is his supporting cast? I don't really know. Who else is on the Bucks? Chris Middleton is an absolute sharpshooter. Okay. He's great. Uh, they got Marcus Ole. Who's an absolute great veteran? They got mm-hmm. him at the trade deadline. Eric Bledsoe. Oh, sup? Eric Bledsoe is a scorer. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute scorer. The guy can score at will. He has been hindered by injuries all year. Um, the Bucks are a very, very good team. Okay. They are a good team that not only they're a good team that didn't give up. They only gained in the off season and trade deadline. They only gained. Okay. There are teams who give up. At the trade deadline to try to win that year, and then the next year they know they're kind of screwed. The Bucks are the opposite. The Bucks didn't give up anything at the trade deadline last year. This year they added some pieces, they extended some pieces, and then the, at the trade deadline this year they added Marcus, Marcus Ole, who, and they added Nikola Mirotic, who is a, a former New Orleans Pelican, absolute sharpshooter from three. Mm-hmm. Giannis is the guy who can't shoot from three, but it doesn't matter who's guarding him. He can get to the rim. So if he gets double or triple from the rim, he's got Marcus Hull who can shoot a three. You got Nikola Meritich who can shoot a three. You got Eric out. Bledsoe who can shoot a three. He just has to dish it out. If he can find the guy, they have a very good look at a shot. Their offense is very efficient now. So the 
the Celtics were a two seed last year. The Bucks were a seven seed last year. The Bucks are now a one seed. They've done all the right things to make themselves a one seed. Wow. So they're in a very good position to make it to the NBA Finals. Okay. Very good position. Anything you want to say about the Pistons, or is it just kind of a... The Pistons are in a weird position. Andre Drummond got um, ejected with a flagrant two game one, so he's spending game three. I mean, game two. Um, Blake Griffin, as much as I love him, <laughs> he's not good enough to lead a team to a win. He's in what, like his 10th-ish season? What is he yeah, I, th- I believe he was a rookie 2010. And that he was number one pick 2010. He was a rookie, got hurt, sat the whole 2010 season. So he was a rookie 2011, technically. He went to Oklahoma? Yes. Oh, went to Oklahoma. nice. Beef? Okay. Yes. And um, he uh, he's a great player. He's Dude, an he absolute great player. An explosive guy. But he's not a player who can lead your team to a championship. No. He's a piece. I like love that Clippers need... team with CP3, Blake, um, DeAndre Jordan. God, that was a fun team. That was a great team, yeah. but it was like those three, and that's it. Yeah. That's why they failed. Or CP3 was hurt, DeAndre was hurt. Blake is a great player, and Blake... No questions. The Pistons are a scrappy team. Historic. Very scrappy team. They're a hard out. They're not an easy out, but they're not a team that can advance. They're not beating the Bucks. Come no. on. Let's, let's face it. They are not beating the Bucks. All right, so moving on, our favorite team, the Boston Celtics. Yes. What do the Boston Celtics mean to you, Ricky Adiello? They're everything. (laughs) And that doesn't mean, and like when I say that, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but growing up in New England, I was blessed with the fact that I was born into the Red Sox, I was born into the Patriots, I was born into the Celtics. That's insane. Yes, but the Celtics were my number one. And the reason is, before I was a Celtics fan, I was a Providence Fires fan. My dad brought me to every Providence Fires game when I was of age. So from age three to four to five, I was going to every Providence Fires college basketball game. Hmm. Then my dad goes to a Celtics game with his uncle. I was curious about it. Your dad's uncle? No, my dad's brother, my uncle. Very cool. They went to a Celtics game. I didn't know much about the NBA at that point. I was very, very young, but I was like interested. So I Can I, I made... stop? Because now I'm just thinking, I feel like no dads hang out with their uncles. It's not a thing, right? Like dads will hang out with their grandfathers or, or their fathers. But I feel like I've never, ever heard, once heard someone say, oh yeah, my dad was hanging with his uncle. Well, because my was... family, we did. Like, well, not with all of them because my dad's side of the family is very big. We have like a traditional Italian family where everyone had like seven kids. What is your dad's uncle? What is that called to you? Well, you mean who went to the Celtics game? Well, just in general, your grandfather's brother. My great uncle. Huh. Which was my uncle Nick, who my dad's name is Nick. That's who my dad was named after. Okay. I knew him. I didn't know any of my I didn't know any of my dad's other uncles or aunts. That was the only one I really knew. Uncle Nick, shout out my man but if you're listening. Shout out Uncle Nick. He passed away unfortunately, but he lived a great life, he, a very long life. He he passed away at 91, so I hope they have podcasts in heaven. I hope they do. If they don't, I'm it. not going. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, he lived a great life. Um but back to the Celtics. Back you should back went to your to first Celtics. Celtics game. 
so that's what got me interested in the Celtics. And the, at the time, the Celtics had two players. They had Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce. Oh, and um, Honestly, kind of hate Paul Pierce. I, a lot of people do. He's such but a little... But as a Celtics pussy. guy, Paul Pierce was a rookie at the time. They were playing the Bucks. Where did he go to college? Huh? Paul Pierce. Kansas. Whoa. He went to Kansas. Not yes. bad. No, not bad at all. He went, he was from Inglewood, went to Kansas. When did he become the truth? Because that is he one of the became the truth names. against the game against the Lakers. It was this a is actually game? a good story. It was the game against the Lakers, Whoa. and he was playing against. It was a Shaq Kobe Lakers. Whoa! And um, it, they interviewed Shaq after the game, and he said that boy Paul Pierce is the truth. He's the truth. Whoa. And that's how he got Shaq his nickname. Shaq gave him his nickname. Shaq gave him his nickname. That is so Isn't that cool. dope? I can't wait till Shaq gives me my nickname. I know. I wish Shaq would give me a nickname. God. Shaq, but Shaq is, gave... Can we talk about Shaq? Can we throw some love, Shaq? Most away? dominant player ever. Well, even... Okay. I'm just saying, as an entertainer, the Great. dude just oozes this wonderful ethos of, of just fun, happy, goofy, dancey, fabulous guy. If you want right. to talk about the ball player, Shaquille... I mean, come on, we could go all day. LSU, there's a, there is a there is a bronze, I think it's bronze statue of Shaq. Is it really shattering a backboard wow. at LSU? That's awesome. Can you imagine if you had an NBA street style game breaker rim? What do you, what do you call it when you um, when you break the rim? There's a, there's a word for that. Is there a word for it? I don't know. Cause there's not many of us who can do it. So I did bet. he do it in the NBA and in college? He did it in the NBA with the Magic. Yeah, I know he definitely so did it with the cool. Magic, and he just, probably did it with the with LSU. Oh, he's just so big and strong. I mean, is he actually good at basketball? Yes. I feel like I feel like if you can't shoot, it's not fair to say. But like, cause he's a center, he's like a a Dwight Howard style like he's just huge he's a so center. of course he's gonna be a force he's a right. five but he came up in a time where positions mattered and i feel like we're in a time right now where positions don't matter. a little more fluid it's a little more fluid like you have like guys who are like ben simmons Giannis, who can like run point. like Giannis is like 6 10 6 11 guys who are 6 10 6 11 when we were kids they couldn't do what Giannis can do. They can't dribble. They can't drive. Right. They got the ball in the post, and they made a post move. And they're just huge. Giannis can game. grab the ball from three and drive to the basket. A like, step and a half, and he's whereas in, in the Sha- stands. In, O'Ne- in Shaquille O'Neal's era, centers were a big part of the game. You had <laughs> Hakeem. You had Patrick Ewing. You had Shaq. So Shaq had a pr- very important purpose. I didn't realize I had those those guys. Yeah, you did. And uh, Shaq had a very important purpose in in the in the way that point guards like point guards were point guards. You had Jason Kidd, Stephon Marbury, um, Steve Francis, Gary Payton. Was Allen Iverson a point guard? No, he was a he was a shooting guard. Shooting guard. He was listed as, even though he was the size of a point guard, he was always listed as a shooting guard. Interesting. Because Who was he was his a point scorer. guard? Um, uh, Eric Snow. What position would I be if I were on a five, starting five? In the end. Power forward. Let's say size doesn't matter. Just your style of play. Let's I would say, say that. a small forward. <gasps> cool. Okay. You'd be a small forward. I like I that. think so. Thanks for giving me that. Um, but Eric Snow was Allen Iverson's. But regardless, like Shaq played in an era where positions mattered. Mm-hmm. Like you had a few guys like, um, like Penny Hardaway, for instance, who was six eight. He was a point guard. Was he six eight? He was six eight. 
He was a point wow. guard though. He's like Magic Johnson. But most point guards were six one, six two. Mm-hmm. Most shooting guards were six three, six four. Most like yeah, it was kind of like a height. A graduation. Exactly. It was a graduating cylinder. Nowadays, guys can kind of play anywhere. Graduating cylinder. That's wrong on a few levels. One, it's a graduated cylinder. Graduated. And no, they're still graduating. Until they hit their peak. Graduating. It's a it's a term in science, which obviously you don't care about because you're an exactly. English history guy. But right. a graduated cylinder, what is that? A beaker? It's the shape of a beaker, or it's. If you know what a graduated cylinder is, email that snugglydragon at gmail dot com. Well, I, don't I know have what a, time to look it up. Right I know now. what a graduated cylinder is. What it's is like it? a beaker? It's it's something chemical. Right. It's a chemistry thing. It's a doctor thing, but. At the same time, when I'm talking about basketball, and we're talking about things, like you have test tubes, and then you have graduated cylinders. So, like, you go from a test tube to a graduated cylinder. So, it's like... What's the difference between a cylinder it's pretty much going and a graduated from like, cylinder? It's just gone to college. They've graduated. <laughs> exactly. It went to college, bro. It went to, like, fucking Harvard. It got a master's degree. Gotcha. Gotcha. Exactly. All right. So, these positions, yeah, it basically used to be one, two, three, four, five, and you get a little bit taller with each one. Right. Anyway, What's your so point? my point is Shaq played in the era of positions. Mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady was a small forward. Beast. Allen Iverson was a shooting guard. Stud. Stefan Marbury was a point guard. Steve G. Francis was a point guard. Like Hog. these guys, like Kevin Garnett was a power forward. Tim Duncan was Beast. a power forward. Like everybody Stanley. had a position. They mm-hmm. knew what their position was. Nowadays, guys like Giannis, who should be a power forward, are playing the three. Or yeah. the two. Dude, LeBron will run point guards sometimes. You got Giannis. Sometimes. You have Jalen Brown who plays for the Celtics. He guards five positions. You've got guys like Marcus Smart plays for the Celtics. Guards, guards four positions. Marcus Smart. You've got Marcus Smart, one of the most important players in the NBA. Wow. Statistically, no, but just I test. Intangibles. Yes. Intangibles. Yeah. Just the guy's a beast. But anyway, like our center, the Celtic center is Al Horford. He's six eight. He's so goofy to me. He's six foot eight. He's a he's a center. Shaquille O'Neal was a center at seven three. You know what I'm saying? Like guys, seven three, seven two, seven three was what he finished with at. a twenty two size foot. Yes, something like that. Shaq is the man, but Shaq, is the man. Shaq was an absolute dominant figure. Positions mattered. We're in a league of positionless basketball. Gender fluidity, position a, fluidity. Right. Ben Simmons is a... a is more a, fluent. Ben Simmons days. is a point guard. He's 6'8". I love Ben Simmons. He's he is, man. He's a spring. Yes. He's, he's, he's just a, a, a ball of potential energy. And it's right. so exciting. We'll get to we'll get to Sixers because they're one of the more star-studded teams, one of the flashier. Because you think about the NBA these days, oh, you can't win unless you have a, a super team, right? Right. Which is why I'm confused as to whether the Nuggets are the second seed. Maybe it's because... Well, no, because they're in the West. They're in the West, but the West... Is, one, the West isn't as strong as it used to be. I mean, so, maybe not, but the West is not. way more stacked than the East. Well, here's the thing. I think the East top four can match up with the West top eight. Way better. Like, normally it's the East top two versus the West eight. Now it's like the East four versus the top east west six that's what i'm saying you can be the five seed in the east and you wouldn't even be the eighth seed in the west maybe now well if you look at the back then back then like you look at the records but i don't think the west is as good as it used to be like the lakers are not a good team true like you know what i mean the trailblazers are a very good team the nuggets are a very good team the trail um 
the uh, the Oklahoma Rockets. City Thunder are a very good team. The the Rockets are an elite team. The Warriors are an elite. elite team. I also love the word elite. Those are the only two elite teams in the Ooh, in the West. Again, I would say the Celtics, like, even though they're a four seed, if they're clicking, if they're using their talent to their potential, they're mm. an elite team. Talk to me about the Celtics. They're a four seed. They're a four seed. It's been a rough season. What injuries? What's what's going on? The offense has never clicked this year. Like you look at a lot of their games, they've lost a lot of games they should win. Um, Kyrie ha- is as he's been as good as he he's he could be better. Hmm. Gordon Hayward has never fit in. They're coming off a season where Kyrie got hurt in March. Oh wow! Then Jason Tatum and Jalen. You mean last season? Last season, yeah. right? Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown kind of took over this team, and they were playing fluid. Jason Statham. Oh, sorry. Action star Jason Tatum. Right. Beast. Beast. Jason Tatum is a beast. Dude, I love this guy. Was he sophomore now? He's second year? His second year. Oh, I am so excited to see what this young man holds. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, um, Jalen, sorry, Terry Rozier. These are three guys who last year, this was their team. Because Gordon Hayward was hurt from game one. Oh, that was so lame. It, it sucked. That was so lame. And then, uh, and it was there. And then Kyrie got hurt. He was hurt on and off all throughout the year, and then he shut it down towards the, the playoffs. And so it was really their team. And you know, Jason just, Tatum as a as a rookie was a beast. His nuts, like his ability this dude, to take over a, a big playoff game at his age. I, c- I couldn't even handle Jason it. Jason Tatum was a monster. And he kind of looks he, like Drake, which is sick. Well, yeah, he looks he kind of looks like Drake, but regardless, he's a killer. He's an assassin. He's just like Kyrie. Lethal. He's a lethal. Like he could make some pretty inefficient shots early in the game, but when it comes to crunch time, you don't want that ball in that man's hands. That's like Kyrie. If you're his apo. Jalen Brown had more playing time. He was more efficient. He was better with the ball. He was smarter. I think that's the guy who, him and Gordon Hayward have kind of like come to a head. Not in a negative way because they're not clashing with each other. They're quite clashing with themselves trying mm-hmm. to find their their place on the team. Yeah. How do you... You have, you have more to yeah I'm sure you have a million things to say with well I have a million things to say but like it's just it's just kind of like Jalen Brown find, found a groove but Gordon Hayward's the kind of player who for six seven years proved he is a superstar hmm. so you have to give him that chance you paid him 130 million you have to give him that chance to prove himself Jalen Brown's still young it's but it, but Jalen Brown proved himself last year it's like it's impossible if you're a coach it's impossible if you're a general manager it's a maelstrom of it's impossible energy. to it's impossible to figure that out the right way mm-hmm. because Gordon Hayward everything he accomplished from Butler to where he's at now means he deserves to prove himself now mm-hmm. he deserves that he worked hard for it he deserves it but everything Jalen Brown, he deserves the same thing. And you've got that problem. They're the kind of players who are interchangeable. Like, if there's a big trade to happen, I expect one of them to be involved. You can't mm-hmm. have both of them on this team in the offseason. Hmm. Um, one you, of them needs to be involved. How did you feel about Kyrie splitting up with LeBron and, and switching to the Celtics in the first place? I felt Kyrie, because Kyrie was always a killer. I mean, he only played a couple games for Duke, but like... He was a killer. 
he's a very interesting guy. He's a guy who thinks his own way. He walks his own path. He walks the beat to the his own drum. And he's a great player. He's an all-time great. When he goes he's down, amazing. like our generation is going to remember watching Kyrie Irving. Dude, his shot... He, was, we're going to remember his... Kyrie the way we, we remember Allen Iverson. Was he game seven of the finals? Yes. Jill, Jill he hit three? the shot. After, wait, they were down 3-1, right? Yes. Oh he hit my the shot. God. Kyrie hit the shot. That's what I'm saying. Like Kyrie. When Steph Curry was right in his face, right? Kyrie was yes, oh, Steph Curry was in his face dude. and he hit the shot. Kyrie is a killer. Yeah. An absolute killer. So he didn't want to be with LeBron? He wanted to be the guy? I think he felt at that point in his life he was not better than LeBron or not as good as LeBron. I don't think he thought that, but I think he thought I can do this without LeBron. Like I felt like no matter what, that championship that he had, if he it would always be like you couldn't win it With without LeBron. LeBron and LeBron couldn't win it without you. And Well obviously he, LeBron couldn't because he did the year before. Well, he there did was with, no Kyrie. He did it with it took Wade, him to though. the finals. He did it with Dwayne Wade and he did it with Chris Bosch. Well, the year before LeBron Kyrie was hurt, right? He hurt was hurt in like round two. But he lost. And then LeBron goes to the finals and, and yeah, and didn't and win loses. Yeah, to but, the Golden State Warriors. Right. I don't think anyone this this the problem with this league is and the problem with the fans of the NBA is they want superstars to be able to take their teams by themselves. And that's mm-hmm. never gonna happen. Ever. Yeah, they don't win by themselves. They don't no. win by the, even the first big three in of, of our generation, Pierce, Garnett, Allen. Ray Ray. Oh my god. They were going up against Kobe, Andrew Bynum, who was a beast at the time. Andrew and Pau Gasol. Wow. Like, those three guys were beasts at the Andrew time. Andrew Bynum was Bynum, massive. Bynum was a beast at the time. Gasol was a beast at the time. Hmm. They had to go through those guys. Like, no no one player could win the NBA championship by themselves. Even like they say the Dallas Mavericks when the Heat lost the first time. Oh, they lost to Dirk. But, like, Dirk had Jason Kidd, who's one of the greatest point guards who ever lived. They, were they, what they seed were they Butler. in the West? Uh, I don't remember. I can't tell you. They were good, though. They were like two or something. Um, Ricky's got a pee, so I wonder if I'm going to let him. You got to pee really bad. All right, well, you're just going to leave me to, to by myself. Okay, I can run this show. Come on, Max. We've practiced this. You can do it. Um, I guess at this point I can read out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Do you like reading books in English? Then have I got the site for you. Because Audible... Actually, no, because Audible... Audible you don't have to read it. Audible is an audiobook system. Well, you know what? Check this out. It's kind of a cool setup. It's kind of a win-win. Maybe you want to hook your boy up with a couple of dollars for his trouble because you're a patron of the Snuggly D and and you appreciate the content that is being created. So maybe you head on over to audibletrial.com slash snuggle, and you sign up for a free audiobook. Check this out. You get a whole month of whatever book you want. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Maybe you get that that, that cookbook that you've been waiting to, to whip out to impress your girlfriend's best friend who's a little bit cuter. Or maybe you you want that Harry Potter that's just going to take you away to that magical land of Hogwarts. Um, 
but check it out. It's, it's, it's great, man. You, you, you put your little headphones in, you're scrambling your eggs during breakfast, and you're, you're just whisked away to a magical land of nonfiction or fiction, if that's what you're into. Anyway, audibletrial.com slash snuggle. How many G's are in the word snuggle, Ricky? Two. Two G's. Don't forget it. Um, and we're back. We have our buddy who is just psyched up about LeBron James. He's a huge LeBron fan. He's pumped up. He can't wait for LeBron to come back. But we'll get to the, we'll get to the Lakers because from his honestly, vacation, we'll get to the Lakers because right. they're not even in the gosh darn playoffs. Anything you want to say about the Indiana Pacers? Uh, the Pacers are a team that. Honestly, like, I'm a diehard Celtics fan. I love the Celtics. I want them to kill everyone all the time. <laughs> but I'm also an NBA fan. I've always been a huge NBA fan. I'm very sad that they lost Victor Oladipo. I know. And a, this, everyone in the NBA loves him. Yes. And I feel like the Celtics are up three right now in the second quarter against the Pacers. I feel like had they had Oladipo, this would be a seven-game series. Yeah. I don't think he it's was, gonna be. He what award did he win? Most improved last year or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. most improved. Yeah, uh, and he had one of like a horrific injury, right? Didn't his shin split yes. in half? He had a disgusting injury. What like, happened? Like in the NBA, like guys don't typically get carted off or carried off. Oh, like God. they can usually walk off, even if it's a torn ACL, they can walk off their injury. Victor Oladipo had to be carried off the court. Um, he had a terrible injury. He, he landed. Yes, you and like, his shin just kept moving forward. Yes, exactly. Gross. Like Kevin Ware, Paul George, Pride Gordon Rock Hayward type syndrome. Yes. Disgusting. Oh God! Imagine your your shin bone splits and just points straight forward through your your leg. Yes. Ew, ew, ew. It's great to beat the Pacers. It's better to beat the Pacers when they have Victor Oladipo. Yeah. He's their best player. Is it beneficial for the Celtics to have an easier series? Moving into their series with the Bucks, which is what I assume is going to happen. Yeah, or is because, it better to? Because like, there's a whole thing where, would you prefer your team go four and zero, or would you prefer them go four and two, or you know what I mean? Like, do you want more games? Well, or that's do you always want a rest. That's always interesting because it's like, do you want rest? Do you want the experience? Do you want to play? Do you want to have the time off? Um, I feel like with the Pacers. As hard as they play and as good as they play, they cannot beat this Celtics team. Like I think it's fifty-seven fifty-two right now in the third, with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, in the second quarter. I think the Celtics are going to sweep the series without Oladipo. Um, but I think the Bucks are going to sweep as well, so they'll kind of be at the same point. Um, the Celtics well, have more. You're Brad Stevens. Do you want your team to sweep and you rest, or do you want them to stay warm? I think you always want to rest. I think rest is, especially this time of the year, rest is never a problem. So that's not going to be, yeah, because they've played 90 games. They've played 82 games games over the year, and now they're, if they sweep, that's um, 86 games over a year. And the thing about the NBA. I thought you said math didn't interest you. Well, I can I can multiply well, can eighty-two by basic four. Basic addition. You can multiply eighty-two by four. I can I can add eighty-two by four. Now you have to multiply eighty-two by four. We'll see who can answer it first. All right. That's uh two hundred and forty-eight. No, it's three hundred and sixty-eight. No, it's not. Eight times four is thirty-six. No, it's not. Eight times four is twenty-four. 
plus no, two. No, it's not. Eight times yes, four it is. is 32. So it's 328. Eight, eight. Yeah, you're right. 328. 328. 328. Yeah. So we were a split Beef wins. No, beef wins. <laughs> no, we were split in the middle. Yeah, but I got there first. Yeah, but I admitted I suck at math. So that makes that's the handicap. So we're playing handicap. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's no. what we're playing handicap. I forgot oh. I'm a super Come genius on, who just kind of solves calculus riddles in his off time. Yeah, but anyway... I think at this point in the year, you want rest as much as possible. That's fair. I, I think you want rest as much. Thinking as about it sounds like a dumb question. Yeah. It's like obviously you want to win but I don't, and rest. I don't think it's a dumb question because you, like in the NFL, I think it's more like you want to be more battle tested. In the mm-hmm. NBA, I feel like it's a little different. And it's are playing so many games, they're not going to be you're as many so surprises. Many games. You know who you are as a team. And in the NBA, like it's like, okay, we know at no matter what, we're playing this team four times. Mm-hmm. The next four games are against this team. Mm-hmm. Like, if we expect a sweep, we're playing this team four times. We can game plan for four games. Right. We're Watch normally playing game plan for one game. Yeah. It's like, you know what? No, we're going to stop this guy. This guy is going to be the guy who has to beat us. I think that's a testament to the Philly um, Brooklyn series. Ooh, that's a great segue. Brooklyn is letting Ben Simmons shoot. They're letting Ben Simmons do... They're like, you know what, Ben Simmons? You can't shoot. You can't hit free throws. We're going to let you beat us. We know what Joel Embiid can do. Mm-hmm. We know what Jimmy Butler can he's do. He's out, right? He's hurting. Who? Joel Embiid. He's in, but he's playing. He was on the bench for game two. He, well, he was in a suit. But they won that game. Yeah, but what's up with him? Hasn't he missed like a bunch of games? Joel Embiid is the constantly injured player. Is it because he's a, a kind of a nub cake? Or? Ever since he was drafted, he's been the constantly injured player. So, I don't know. But either way, like, the no, if Joel Embiid's in the game or not, <coughs> the game plan is... That's where you say, bless it, you. Bless Thanks. you. Sorry, bless you. God Thank bless you. you. It's Easter weekend. Bless. Um, The shout game plan is... Shout out Jesus. The game plan is make Ben Simmons shoot because he can't. Hmm. So, if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, no matter what, I'm going to just give him space and let him shoot. And if he hits a deep two on me or a three, take it. so be it. Yeah. But he's not going to. My man can drive and lay up, though. He can. The man's a beast. Ben Simmons can pass the ball like he's a monster. so impressive. He's so impressive. He's great. He's a great player. And he needs... But, but to be a truly... A legend in this game. He needs to. De- he doesn't need to develop a Steph Curry jump shot. He needs to That's develop. That's kind of an ugly looking jump shot. But he needs to develop a finishing jump shot. jump shot. Yeah, yeah. He needs to be a threat at all three stages of the game. Which are? Which are shoot, drive, or pass. Indeed. He is a threat at drive and pass. He's not a threat at shoot. No, indeed. No. So and if he becomes young. a threat in all three phases, then he'll become a legend because he's that good. He's at still the other young. two. He's that good at the other, and he doesn't need to be, a, like he doesn't need to put up like Steph Curry numbers at those other two. At I don't shooting. think anyone else is gonna put up. No, Steph Curry. but he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't even need to put up LeBron numbers. That he just needs to be. Well, he would beat Steph Curry one on one. He needs to be, but like he needs to be where he, when he steps out at three, someone comes out to meet him. Mm-hmm. Guys aren't meeting him at the three. They're just letting him ride. They're letting him ride. Mm-hmm. And if he can let people meet him at the three, if he's good enough where to where they're like, you know what, I need to guard him because he might hit this. That 
then that to opens up the rest of the game. Else. Exactly. So he'll be a legend at that point. How do you feel about Jimmy Butt? Because I think he's great. I think Jimmy Butler is a great player. I think he's a terrible... I don't want to say he's a terrible human being because that's not fair because oh, I don't my. know him as a human being. But I know just as a fan, NBA players don't want to play with him. Huh. There was all that drama in... No matter where he is, whether he's in Chicago, Minnesota, Minnesota Philly, no one wants to play with this guy. Hmm. Which means there's a reason. Like, whether it's it's he thinks he's better shoulder. than he is, or I don't know how he treats his teammates, but... J.J. Reddick seems to like him. Yeah, but J.J. Reddick's a douchebag. Whoa. He's a great player. You think J.J.'s a douche? Yes. I love J.J. Reddick. I love J.J. too. Because you're a douche. <laughs> I'm a... Yeah. No, but I love J.J. I was... I mean, I went to... I mean, like, me. my dad has Magic season tickets for years. I went to a bunch of Magic games with J.J as our two guard um jj in milwaukee jj in philly i love jj right i listen to the jj podcast i love jj as a person but on the court but jj will always have a part of that duke jj douchebag he will always have it no matter what no one he will always have it and jj is a great guy you can add but you can't build around jj Jimmy Butler is a guy you're supposed to be able to build around. Whereas Philly has one goal in mind, and that's to build around Joel. And they haven't figured that out yet. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're stacked. They got all stars, but I don't know. Something's not clicking with those those Sixers. Um, I do like them. I want them to do well. But we'll see i mean they're having that's probably the most exciting series right now right with regards to close games is sixers nets in the east yeah um how do you feel about d'angelo russell who's like my new boyfriend uh his team he's a beast he's been one of my favorite Such players all year stud, dude. he's been him. one of my favorite players all season long he's an absolute stud guy's a killer he's who i hoped he would be all year long um and since he got drafted, he was drafted number two overall from Ohio State. He went to Montverde, the same high school as Ben Simmons. The guy is a stud. And the Lakers never gave him a real shot. They shipped him off the second they could. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo Arsenal is finally able to be who he wants to be with no pressure in New York. Because no matter how good the, net, the Nets do, they could win a title this year. They could win a title this year. New York is still a Knicks town. Hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like in baseball. The Mets could win a World Series. It's still People a Yankees would forget town. the next day, yeah. It's still a Yankees town. Who does The Rangers we... could win... The Islanders could win the Stanley Cup. It's still a Rangers town. Yeah. Who does Mike Scott play for? The the Sixers or the, Net, or the Nets? It's a guy named Mike Scott, which is funny because Mike no, Scott... No, I know I know who he used to I play I think he's for. the scariest looking dude in the NBA right now. He's got neck tats up to his chin. I, I, he always, he's got that sunken in dark eye I don't want to be wrong. He, he's horrifying. I was going to say the silliest looking guy in the NBA, obviously Derek White. And the scariest looking guy for me so, right now in the playoffs is a Philadelphia 76ers, number one. Mike Scott. Mike Scott. He... You looking at a picture of him right now? I just saw it. Yeah, tattooed from the neck to the toes. Dude looks mean. Guy's a beast. He is a beast. Guy's an absolute beast. 
So you think the Sixers are, are coming out of that one? Yeah. I mean, as much as I want the Nets and D'Angelo Russell to like pull it out, I think the Sixers just have too much talent. Mm-hmm. And they have experience. They've, they were in this spot last year. They lost to the Celtics. So. They're playing a team that's not nearly as talented as the Celtics are. So they should be able to pull it out. Mm-hmm. All right. It's been a fun series to watch. Thank you, Philadelphia and Brooklyn. All right, moving on to kind of two teams I, I don't know too much about, the Raptors and the Magic from your sort of hometown. Yeah. Talk to me about Kawhi in Toronto. Kawhi's a beast. Kawhi is a beast. Kawhi's Loved a... him in San Antonio. Yes. He Did he kind of get weird at the end there and switch? Or yes. Asked to get traded or something or what? Yes, he got weird. What was yes, up with that? Yes, he got weird. Um, well, you never know the true story. As a fan, you never know the true story about these things. The Spurs said they wanted to sit him out. They, he needed surgery. He's saying that he did not need surgery, that the Spurs wanted him to get, so he refused to come back. Hmm. So he held out. He could have played for this, the Spurs last year. He decided not to because of that reason. He wanted to get a surgery that was the Spurs deemed not necessary. So that became just a weird situation. You don't know who to believe because he's believing his personal doctor instead of the team doctor. Who's more qualified? You and I will never know that. Right. What we do know is he's been playing all year. Like he's been fine and he he's didn't, been fine he all year for the surgery. Raptors. Yes. He's been fine all year. Um, the Raptors have been very good. The don't Raptors, though, like the Bucks, lost the season series to the Celtics. Wait, so DeMar DeRozan went to the Spurs. Went to the Spurs. And Kawhi Leonard went to the Raptors. If I, I don't think I could think of a more even trade in the history of the NBA. Yeah, two freaking Pete Wildebeests. Like, DeMar DeRozan might be the most underappreciated stars Seriously, in the man. history of the NBA. That's he is, this guy can score at will. DeMar's a beast. I loved him and Lowry. Um, so now who, do, who are the Rap, Raptors looking at? They have Kawhi. Kyle Lowry's still on there. Who else we got? They got Sergi Baca. Oh, Sergio. They got um, a finalist for a sixth man of the year in Pascal Siakam. They got, uh, you know, and they just have their they got Drake. good team. They got Drake. How cool him. is that relationship? Although Drake's... Drake's... Uh, Uh-oh. Drake's, Go on. Drake's been a... A curse. As much as I love Drake... He went to the Bruins Toronto Maple Leafs game the other day wearing a Maple Leafs jersey and the Maple Leafs lost. He's been a he's been a curse to yeah. whatever team he supports. That is what pop culture says. He I just think that's one of the coolest things I can think of. Imagine if I were just a rap star and I were the ambassador for the Pelicans. What's up? You got a phone call or something? Can you let it go? Come on. I don't have I don't have any more sponsors I, can let I can one think more of, go, but I might. If it Well, well, this is a joint podcast. We could we could uh, rep the uh, what's the tuxedo company that sponsors me? Fuck, what's your name? Uh, these are things you got to know. But let I it go. If, she, if it calls you back, I'll let you go. All right, it's gonna call again. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I got it. All right, all right, fine. God, all right. Can you hurry up, please? We're doing a podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the Pacers have taken the lead over the Boston Celtics. And now they're doing, oh my God, there's a person on skis on a trampoline doing all sorts of 
of somersaults and twists. There's also a large divide on the other side of which is another... Oh, someone on a snowboard doing a bunch of indie grabs. There was a backside 540. Um, The Snuggly Dragon Podcast is brought to you by roller coasters. Do you like thrilling, fast movement? Then look no further than your local Six Flags, which... Is that still a place? I think it is. I don't know. What I like about roller coasters personally is screaming at the top of your lungs while your little legs are kind of dangling in the air. You're doing a crazy anti-gravity loop-the-loop. There's centrifugal force. It's either centripetal or centrifugal force. It's one of those forces. And that's the thing that's keeping you from not flying out of your seat when you go upside down. You might be thinking, hey, gravity, uh, what are you, taking the day off? No, gravity is a constant. It's always, it's always moving you towards the center of uh, a body of mass. Anyway, you're going upside down. You're doing corkscrews and barrel rolls. Your buddy to the left of you is throwing up. You're screaming. Your mom's crying. The ride's a little rickety. Is that built in? Is that a structural insufficiency? Who knows? It's all part of the fun. I hear that Disney World is a fun place. I personally have never been there. Uh, I was abused as a child, I suppose, in that regard. Uh, although I've had a really nice life, and I appreciate all the work that my parents uh, both did. Um, anyway, g- go ride a roller coaster, because you're bound to have a blast. We are also brought to you by Pita Chips. Your beloved host of the Snuggly Dragon is chemically, if we're talking chemically, probably about 30% Pita Chip. I love Stacy's Pita Chips. Simply naked. Oh, I go salt. I go salt. You go salt? Well, they come salted. The perfect amount. They, a nice provocative name, Simply Naked. You know, that kind of gets your your blood rushing to certain areas of the body. And I just love the savory crunch of what I guess is just stale bread. Or it's cooked. It's like oven-cooked stale bread. Pita I bread. I don't know. From I don't know med- how to make. From the Mediterranean? Anything from toast. I don't know how that's made. Chips. I, f- I don't know how it's made. I guess you. Well, cause you just you, leave it in longer? You is that bake, all you do? You bake bread. Right. And then you, if you know how to make pita chips, email that snuggly dragon at gmail.com. Are you leaving again? Dude, oh man, I'm running out of material over here, bud. Okay. My man's having a meltdown mid podcast. We got to support him. We got to make sure he's going to be okay. So we got to hold on to the show by ourselves. Do you want to be famous like, um, who's a famous, Kanye West? He's famous, everyone knows him. Then email thatsnugglydragon.com with a fun message. Maybe you have a, a question you want to ask or a silly story you want to share with all of our audience and listeners. Um, you can be featured content on this program. All you got to do is email thatsnugglydragon at gmail.com. And uh, hey, bud, we can hear we can hear you 
on the microphones. Don't want any sensitive information being transferred. The word of the day today is going to be... I wanted to say existentialism, but that's not a cool one. What's a cool word? Um, What about terrific? It's one of my favorite words. You know what? Another one of my favorite words, twelfth. What a weird word. You got F's in there. You got L's and W's and H's. That's a really cool word. Um, The Snuggly Dragon Podcast is also brought to you by... Jumping. Jumping is a fabulous movement. You got to make sure you land in a safe way. Whenever people get injured, it's from the landing of the jump. It's not from the liftoff. You can't just be all guns and roses and zip off and skyrocket into the stratosphere and then come down without a nice slow bend of the knee. You want to extend the amount of time that it takes you to land. Don't be just locking out your legs when you jump. That's uh, it's a great way to get hurt. Another great way to get hurt, not wearing a helmet when you're skiing. All right, don't be a cowboy. Don't think you can just wear a helmet when you're skiing, when you're riding a bike. Just make sure you do it, all right? That's important. What else is important? Eating a breakfast high in protein. I hear that's a good thing to do. Apparently, it's easiest to digest protein in the morning. That's like the best place to get it. Jury is still out on um, on how good vegetables are for you. Um, if, especially if we're talking cruciferous greens. Those nice above-ground leafy green vegetables. Everyone's so fond of. To, oh, eat your spinach, eat your kale. I've heard certain people say we don't digest, we don't have the proper enzymes to even break down the cell walls to get at all those yummy nutrients that everyone's always goofing, freaking out about. Um, People say, oh, fiber's important, you gotta eat fiber, which I suppose, you know, for ease of digestion to keep everything rolling down there, but it's, it's kind of a strange thing to just eat something that you're not going to really digest just to help the other stuff digest. I don't know. Nutrition's frustrating. There's not a lot of scientific consensus about what everybody should eat, which is Sounds so like dumb. like a Joe Rogan podcast right now. Dude, I don't even... I'm just freestyle. I'm going All off. Right. I put my phone in Denise's server, so we're good. Oh, oh, could you do that? Thanks. Sorry. You know what you're doing next? Pour us another cocktail. All right, what do you want? Give me that Tito's, and we're going to we're gonna have... Uh, oh, shout out Tito's Vodka. How am I not shouting out Tito's Vodka? Yeah, shout out Tito's Vodka. Where's the, uh, the, gra- oh, the grapefruit sparkling water from Trader Joe's? It's right on the counter over there, bud. Go ahead and get you some of that. We got ice in the ice chest. Um, and shout out the Recline. Recline Media is uh, brought to you by Ricky Adiello and Max Fisk. It's our fun new little business venture we we got a whole bunch of followers and we're trying to spread interesting character driven sports analysis so the website is up and running you can contribute you can write us a little uh, little blurb about Dwayne Wade's retirement or something do whatever you like but um oh okay we are also joined 
in the studio now by uh, Andrew Pancamo. Andrew, say hello. Sup, dude. Sup, dude. Sup, dude. Don't stop me now. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. Fabulous. Sup? How was your gig? I'm about to go right now. Oh my god, he hasn't even gone to his gig. If you like good music, then what are you waiting for? Go see Motel Radio. They're on tour all the time. They're zipping through different fun Midwestern, Southeastern, all kind of navigationally directive locational cities. They're great. Motel Radio. Quality band. You got a couple of dudes crushing some harmonies. Uh, Nice, soft, kind of chill, mellow scenario. Uh, we absolutely love and sponsor the band Motel Radio. Ricky, our bartender, has returned. I've, I, I uh, fixed us some drinks. Are we back? We're okay. Back. Are we focused? Are we doing okay? How's my guy? How's my guy doing? Hey, E equals MC squared, right? So I've heard. That's focused. We were talking about the Raptors and the Orlando Magic. Are you still? You're so you're still a Magic fan? Yeah, in a sense that like I was a Magic fan. Second to the Celtics. Celtics have always been number one. I want to make that clear. But like when I lived in Orlando, yes, I, I rooted for the Magic as long as they weren't playing the Celtics. So my parents still live in Orlando. I still root for the Magic. Okay. I am still, I guess, a Magic fan as long as they're Sounds not playing like the Celtics. It. Okay. Yeah. Anything cool you want to say about their team this year before you I'm move proud on to the West? I'm proud of them for making the playoffs. How'd, yeah, how'd they slip in there? Oh, because the East is garbage and because, anyone can make the playoffs. No, see, that's the thing. I think this year the East is actually stronger than the West. This year. Normally, on a year-to-year basis, the West is better. But, like, like I felt like the West fell off a lot. Well, I'm just I'm just looking at records. Yeah. The number of games you have to win to make the playoffs in the East is, like, 10 less than in the right. West. But doesn't that kind of make the East harder? Oh, that's not a bad you point. Think about it. It's easier to win games in the West if you think about that. No, because no, you don't just no, it, play people in the East. You it play evens out. East but and West. I think the East matches up against. Like I think the West. Two things the West does: they either try to match up against the Warriors or they try to match up against the best team in the East to make themselves a real threat. That's mm-hmm. the only way. Two ways you could win an NBA championship. Right. Whereas the East is just building their own teams. So each team has its own identity. Like the Bucks play very differently than the Celtics. And they play very differently than the Celtics. And Philly play Philly and the Celtics play very differently. The Bucks and Philly play very differently. Mm-hmm. The Pacers. Like everybody plays very differently from each other. The Nets. Everybody's different. But in the West. Whereas the West, it's like we either compete with the Warriors or we compete with the best team in the East. You know what I mean? So I feel like the I'm not sure I do. So I feel like when it comes to the playoffs, it's like, yes, you may see like the Bucks I think are way better than the Pistons. They should they should sweep. The Celtics are way better than the Pacers, though the records don't show it. Ooh, the Pacers they are up sweep. five right now. Right, but they don't know how to close. Ooh, ouch. They don't have a closer. We have Kyrie Irving. He can close. The Pacers don't have a closer. I'm not worried. Not anymore with Oladipo. 
No, exactly. Without Oladipo, I am not worried about the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, you shouldn't be. But the but Philly has to worry about Brooklyn, who's a scrappy team, who yeah. wants to win, who has a lot of young players who have a lot to prove, like D'Angelo Russell. Like the Magic have a lot of young players like Aaron Gordon, Michael Carter-Williams, a lot of guys who are kind of outcasts who have a lot to prove against the, the Philadelphia 76ers mm. who are kind of dubbed great players. Like Ben Simmons was dubbed a great player without really proving anything. Joel Embiid was a great player without... He was dubbed a great player without really proving anything. Mm. The Nets have a lot to prove against them. Whereas the West is like, if we can't beat the war, if we can beat the Warriors, great. Then we're gonna beat the best team in the East. Whereas if all right, Andrew's rolling out. Hey, buddy, have a great gig. Whereas if the like the teams in the East are competing against each other, the teams in the West are either competing against the Warriors or against the best team in the East. You know what I'm saying? So like, still no, but let's move on. Say the Warriors slip up against someone. Uh huh. That team they slip up against, unless it's the Rockets, has did no drop one against the Clippers. Has no shot of beating the best team in the East. Like the Bucks you are the second so. best team in the East. Huh? Are no, the Bucks are the second best team in the NBA. The Celtics are the best, second best team in the East. Those two teams, like it goes: Warriors, Bucks, Celtics, Rockets. I fear you might be. Uh, I might be a little biased. biased yeah. No, but here's the thing. The Celtics, like the biggest question about the Celtics was this team hasn't really performed in the regular season. Can they turn it on in the playoffs? Everybody consensuously says the Celtics have the most. That's definitely not a word. Consent, like a consensus? Consensuously is not a word? I'm sure I didn't pronounce it right. But, consensuously, I'm not buying it. I'll say conscientiously, conscientiously or consciously. Maybe. Consciously. Either way, the Celtics... Talent wise, bomb, absolutely bomb. Everyone knows they're the the best team in the East. If they click, no one can beat them. All right, you you speak with such but the confidence. Bucks, it's hard to but the to Bucks not believe have you. Proved they're the best team in the East because they do play together. So so it, talk to me about your East predictions then. I think this Bucks versus Pistons, Bucks, Bucks, Celtics versus, versus Pacers, Celtics. Sixers versus Nets. Sixers this year. Okay. Raptors versus Magic. Raptors. Raptors. As much as I want those other teams to upset, I think I think the favorites are going to win. Bucks versus Celtics. Celtics. Love it. I'm hoping that happens, and I'm calling it as well. Yes. Because that's my team this year. Sixers versus Raptors. That's a good series. It is a good series, and that's probably the toughest series of the whole playoffs. That'll be fun. And I think I think the Raptors. Go, I think Kawhi is more level-headed than any other player in that series. He is fabulous, and, and he's this a is leader. Like his team now, right? Yeah. He, it's his team. He's the leader. He is as a, he's aggressive enough on defense to and where the Raptors he'll, were sick. They were number one last year, right? Even without him, like, without him. And, and I mean, they had Demar, but he's he's got an he's an NBA champion. He bring he's the guy who brings that NBA championship. Did he win Defensive Player of the Year? He has, yeah. He's such a beast. He's, he's so a beast. jacked. His he's traps. So, yeah. He just bombs threes. What a stud. Kawhi is the difference maker in that series, mm-hmm. and Kawhi is going to bring them to the promised land. Celtics, Raptors. Celtics. Love it. Me too. I'm in. All right. So we got the Celtics coming out of the East, which I love, and I'm mm-hmm. on board with. Go green. 
let's shimmy our way on over to the West. Okay. Starting with the Golden State Jerks versus the Los Angeles Clippers. I think everybody knows how this is going to end up, but a surprising steal at home. Clippers beat the Warriors game two. Ooh, yeah. That was... That was I mean, that comeback? That? that was the greatest comeback in playoff that history. That was so sick. 31 they, points. So, yeah, I guess it's been three games of them just getting routed out. One game, they came back on the road and, and just stuck it to them. That was dope. Yeah. But the Warriors, man, how do you... I mean, I think they're going to win everything. I don't want them to, but I don't under, I don't see how you can beat the Warriors. I don't see how anybody can. You have any comment on... Kevin Durant, as Clay much Thompson, as I Steph Curry. See, here's the thing: like most years, I would hate the Golden State Warriors. I don't like teams them. that are overstacked with talent. It's not fair. It's they have three fair. of the best shooters in the league on the starting lineup. I know you're a New Orleans guy. You like Chris Paul. Love him. I hate James Harden. I've never liked Chris Paul. I can see why you. For wouldn't. me, for me personally, the Rockets are the most dislikable team in the west i wow the this is probably the only year where i want the favorite in the west to actually win the west like i want the warriors like i'd rather the warriors beat the rockets like i don't want to see james harden be on that stage i just don't like there's nothing That's a good question well they're like, gonna play each other because, in the next round so and and to be honest like had kevin durant to never be joined the Giannis. Warriors, to be honest to, but to be honest, like, had Kevin Durant never joined the Warriors, I would never hate them to begin with. True. No, true. Like, with, except Steph, the exception of Draymond, I can right. stand Yeah, Draymond. I don't like Draymond. But, but Steph and Clay, just a player. the Super Splash Bros, but that Steph, was a fun How do you hate team. Steph? And how do you hate Clay? No, you, I loved, I did love can't. that duo. I you, love Clay Thompson. And I do love Steph Curry. Of course I love Steph Curry. You can't hate Steph. I just hate how good they He's are. He's a family guy. He's been with the same girl. His mom's super cute. He's just a great guy. His baby's super cute. And he's a cute. great player. And he shoots the lights out. And, like, he will he cook someone. So exciting. To where, like, this guy's ankles are, like, turned to dust. And then he launches a three from 40. And he drains it. Like, how do you hate that guy? Offensive stallion. Defense, much to be desired. And the only reason Because he's so small? I... Yeah, but... because he's just not a capable defender. Are there who's a good small defender? Patrick Beverly's a great small defender. Oh my god, he See, is something. Def- defense is a lot to do with effort. Hmm. Like defense, I think every NBA player, if they put their energy into defense, they would be, They'd be fine. Fantastic. But yeah. some guys is a lot are so good, good offensively, at. they'll let their defense slip so they can kill offensively. Like I think Steph Curry's an energy one of those conservation guys. thing? Yes. Huh. I think it is. Huh. So in that regard, is it like Patrick Beverly knows. I was not finish that sentence. Okay, go. Sorry, my bad. In that regard, is it kind of a smart move to ease up a little bit on defense so that your offense can shine, or is it kind of a cop out to like? Do you, is is that a, a positive thing or a negative thing, or should you bust your ass on defense and bust your ass on offense? See, as a whole team, it's hard. Like, you got to know your identity. Like, the Warriors know they can put up 130 every night. Right. Dude, they so, had, I think, so as long as 45 they make sure, points in the first quarter last game. So, so as long as they make sure the other team scores 129, they're good. <laughs> so, it, like, they're... If it ain't broke, they don't are, fix it. Kind they're of kind of the exception to the rule. 
because right. they have three of the best offensive players in the league. Like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are two of the three best like three point shooters ever. Dude, and Kevin and Durant. Kevin Durant. Are you kidding me with how good this guy is? Yes. What a beast! He's already got he had three technicals in th- game three. Yeah. Like uh, across the first three games. What's up with him? He's, he's kind of weird. He's kind of got... Because he's definitely weird. There was that whole... He made like a fake Twitter. He had mel- multiple fake Twitters to leave comments on. He's a weird on, right? guy. What was, what was up with that? I don't know. What happened? Uh, he... So he made... He had a few like ghost Twitter accounts or burner accounts is what they call it. And he was like replying to haters. Like he would tweet something out from the Kevin Durant account. Someone would hate on From him. his official account. Someone would hate on him. Then he would sign in to one of his burner accounts and diss those people. And then someone who's like obviously way more tech savvy than Kevin Durant figured out you also own this account that's dissing Uh us back. And that just blew up in his face. Well, dude, it's got to be so hard. And I think the key, once you get to a certain level of fame, this is what I'm doing with all my hate mail, is you, you just don't read it. You just, you realize that people are just sad and mean and they would never say this to your face and you just can't really you can't fall for that trap because they're just trying no. to get a reaction they're trying to make right. themselves feel better by by dis oh something distributing not my not not the exact word but their kind of inner sadness they're projecting it out hoping hoping to bring other people down with them you can't you can't think too much about your negative critique especially right. if it's from people you don't even know like, exactly. come on. So it's got to be kind of an unintuitive battlefield to navigate. Um, but I think openness and authenticity and honesty and being yourself is the way to go. Not like making fake accounts and, and battling. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know. I, I, it's got to be such a bizarre he, scenario. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he could have been just like, I don't know. I want to give him the best because he's so good. Dude, his offense. Players that good don't do stuff like that. The most so like, fun to watch. I want him. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, and he was just dragged into something that got too big for him. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, in our day and age, being a social media presence is almost as big as being a real celebrity. Mm. And so, I think anything that tarnishes his social media presence, kind of, he feels tarnishes his athletic accomplishments which is not true because the guy's a scoring champion dude he's an mvp dude champion he's an M- he's a two-time champion he's a two-time finals mvp this guy's nothing left to prove dude, kevin durant this is guy so has proved more than almost smooth he's he's proved he's so the only guy who's proved more than, there's two guys in the nba who've proved more than him muggle jordan and lebron james i'm with you man and I if personally, if I'm an NBA player, which I'm not a professional athlete, I know they think differently. But if those are the only two guys ahead of me, I feel like I can live with that the rest of my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> like if Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the only two guys ahead of me in something, you're I can okay, sleep kid. okay at night. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to think when you're at that level of competition, you're just a winner, winner, winner. Right. And that's why he left OKC and went to the Warriors, right? I think I asked you this last time, but how do you feel about about that? I had a a bad taste in my mouth about that. Had he like he left OKC, alright, so they were down three nothing, or they were down three one to the Warriors, as as a Thunder, him and Russell Westbrook, they come all the way back to three three, and then they lose Game Seven. Yeah. 
How do you how do you join that team? How do you how do you go to that team the next season? Me personally, I would want to come back the next year and kill that team. I wouldn't want to join them. I wouldn't want to join them. But could you? As a pro, he's probably thinking, you know what? I'm in that age because like Michael Michael got his first ring in his seventh year. KD was in his seventh year. There's a lot of pressure on that. It's like, well, I need to win my ring in my second, in my seventh year, because of Michael Jordan. But that's the thing. It's like Michael Jordan didn't win a ring till his seventh year. He was in the league that. seven years before he won a title. I didn't know that. Seven years. LeBron was in the league seven years before he won his first title. Hmm. Seven. I get the whole Ky- wanting to win a ring, like. That, no, that's kind of your utmost directive, but I don't know. There's so much that goes into winning an NBA championship that's not about you that I just don't know if it's fair to how high of an esteem they hold. I mean, obviously, that's what you're striving for. You're, you you want to win the championship, but to not win a ring, I don't think is that big of a deal. I don't know necessarily if winning a ring is that big, but like when you're. Let's say you come up, right? Like Kevin Durant, for instance. He's the best college. Like, people are touting him better than Carmelo. Melo, to that point, for me, was the best college player. Syracuse? Yes, because he was a freshman. He led his team to a championship, and he won. Kevin Durant. But that was also at the time of one and done. Kevin Durant, Texas. Kevin Durant, Texas. But guys could come straight out of high school. Melo went to to college, won a college championship, then went to the league. Whereas, like, LeBron went to the, straight to the league. Right, Guys right. went straight to the league. So it's a, it was like a different time. Kevin Durant had probably the singles, statistically, the best college season ever was really? Kevin Durant. Yeah, he averaged 26 in college. Wow. Some teams don't even put up 40 a game in college. KD... Average 26 by himself. How did they do in, in NCAA? They didn't win the title. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure where they ended up, but I know they didn't win the title. I'm not sure where they where they got knocked out. Who beat but, You don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. But all I know is Melo was the, like the last great college player. Like Kemba Walker, obviously, but he wasn't on that level. Like Kemba Walker's not seen as like a franchise player. Carmelo was. Like Carmelo... Was the last Kemba friend. Walker's a franchise player? I don't think he is. I don't think he like Kemba needs like don't get me wrong they all need other people, but like at Kemba's, this point, just, Kemba's like Kemba is someone you add to LeBron. Kemba's someone you add to Kevin Durant. Kemba's not someone you bring someone into. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like I don't know if I agree. Melo is someone you should have brought people into. I agree with that. At this point in the show, oh, somebody did write in, and I want to include him, Mr. Logan Samuel from okay. New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I'd like to point out that Kemba gets incredible separation offensively yes. with the ball in his hands. He does. Is that the case? Yeah. I haven't. I haven't watched too much Kemba, of him this season. I mean, you remember? Do you remember? Um, I mean, this season, regardless, but just as a player, do you remember his call? His final four run or his NCAA tournament run? He played for. Don't tell me. Kemba Walker was at. I don't remember. Big East school. At the time, they're not a Big East school anymore. Who was it? UConn. UConn. Of UConn. course, of course, of course. Kemba Walker played for UConn. 
he was playing it was the uh they were a one seed they were playing a 16 seed he had one of the dirtiest step backs broke a guy's ankles ooh, for ooh, the win ooh, ooh, dumped ooh. it Oh, Kemba Walker. Wait, when it comes to creating crossover, defender falls. He drives in and dunks it. No, he pulls up. Oh, what did you just say? Dunked it? No, he he broke guys' ankles. What did you just say though? You just no. Well, you were talking about creating separation. I was just talking. He created a bunch of separation. Did you not just say the word dunk? Did I? I don't remember. I don't think I did. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. But anyway, Kemba Walker created crazy separation. Scores. UConn wins. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I agree. Kemba Walker is one of the best in the league at creating separation. Him and Kyrie are probably on their own level. Yeah, Kyrie oh, can create Kyrie's separation like handles, a motherfucker. Dude. Oh my but gosh! Kyrie is a guy you build around. I don't know if Kemba is that guy. I mean, that's what their play was, right? I mean, he's in the Bobcats. He's on the Hornets. They were the Bobcats. They Charlotte. The Bobcats. He plays right. for Charlotte, but Kemba is a guy who's been linked to the Lakers. He's going to be a free agent. He's been linked to the Lakers. He's been linked to these other teams. Damn, that'd be sick. It'd be sick, but you don't think he's a number one guy? I don't. He's not a number one guy. He's not. And I guess whereas Kevin Durant is. So when we're going back to like college guys who like prove they should be number one guys, Kevin Durant, Carmelo, Zion is the next. Zion will be a number one, dude. Zion. But other like Anthony Davis is probably the last guy who should be a number one player. Uh-huh. I can't think of a number one pick since Anthony Davis, who's a true number one. Like, even Ben Simmons. I don't care. Like even Ben Simmons ben is no AD. He's not AD. He doesn't affect the game like AD does. Right. So AD is a number one. He's the last number one who's been drafted. The true number one. He's the last number one who you draft and you're like, I'm going to put a team Franchise. Yeah. Franchise. I'll buy it. Kemba's not that guy. That's all I'm saying. I love Kemba. He's not that guy. How do you feel about Draymond Green? Draymond is... It's hard to th- really think about how impactful he is because he's on such a great team. He is he, great. I will I will c- concede that I, he is fabulous. What he's done so far, he's great. But I want to see him on a team that's that doesn't have the talent it right. has, like Golden State. Like He came into a team with Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, and then they got Kevin Durant. Like, he's never been around a team that doesn't have that kind of talent. Maybe he's more of a defensive bro. He is. Yeah. He's great on defense. He's a great energy guy. He's He's a great athlete. He's a beast. But, like, what does he really bring to a team that doesn't have those three people? For instance, there are great offensive teams that rely, once in a while, they'll rely on their defense to carry them. But most, like, let's say. Uh, 75% of that time, the offense is going to win the game. And then 25% of the time, they're going to lean on their defense to win them the game. Mm-hmm. The Warriors are a team that 95% of the time, they're going to rely on their offense to win them the game. And 5% oh, yeah. of the time, they're going to rely on their defense. Draymond gives them that 5%. Don't get me wrong. But let's put him on a team that doesn't have Steph Curry, that doesn't have Klay Thompson, that doesn't have Kevin Durant. What does he really do? Put him on the... Put him on the Phoenix Suns. He's what does he really do? Bitches Put him on the Memphis Grizzlies. What does he really do? How much of an impact does he really have? He makes me want to. He makes me hate him. His, no, he's his great persona at that. on the court. But think about Patrick Beverly. No, I'm Beverly. not saying this to his credit. I'm saying like I, I, I don't like his attitude. I don't either. But like, think about Patrick Beverly. Like, 
Patrick Beverly has been in the league forever. He's been on the Clippers. He's been on the like Rockets. Patrick, I kind of like how scrappy Beverly is. I love how scrappy he is, but like, how much of an impact did he really make up until he started stopping Kevin Durant this year? Yeah. Is that Draymond on other teams? Like, where he doesn't really make that big of a difference? Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, as good, like, Draymond's a good, He's he was a great college player out of Michigan State. But is he, and it's not fair to him to, like, judge him on that scale because it's not his fault he was drafted by the Warriors. Right. It's not his fault he was put in this situation. But if he was put in another situation, does he have the same impact? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to. And do the Warriors win without him? I don't know. Yeah, they do. Right. It's hard to judge the brightness of a match in the shadow of a flamethrower. Right. Which is a sweet analogy. Um, Golden State advancing from this, obviously. Yes. Moving on to Houston Rockets, your favorite team, and the Utah Jazz, who have one of my favorite personalities in the league in Donovan Mitchell. Yes. But they're just they're not going to be able to compete with the Rockets machine. No, it's, no it's just not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Donovan Mitchell's great. He's going to be great. He's so it's only great, his man. second year, and he's been. I forget that it's only his second year. He's been in the playoff twice. That's more than LeBron could say. LeBron didn't make it to the playoffs till his fourth year. Dude. Like, like Donovan Mitchell has already been more impactful than one of the greatest players ever. I'll give you that. Dude, Donovan Mitchell. But the Rockets are too good for him. Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum in the same class. So D-Mitch was rookie yeah. of the year, right? Yes. And Jason Tatum would have been any other year. But Spider-Man. Oh, great. He's great. Great. He's what an exciting! Incredible. That's like a, a that whole team a is game that I want to 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 play. Yes, the Utah um, Jazz are a great team. Yeah, I don't know what they're really missing because is he rocking braids now? Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, no, he's but, got cornrows, huh? Or was that not he? Well, we're watching the box. Oh my god, Indiana Pacers. So. Oh my god, I saw the yellow and I was like, oh, my. oh yeah, no, 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 no okay, he's not. Bad. But like you think of you know everybody who was in that class, you think of the teams. Like, Donovan Mitchell has brought his team. Like, the Jazz would not have been a playoff team last year without him. They wouldn't be a playoff team this year without him. Talk about a VP. He's great. Yeah. He's great. He yeah. needs help, but he's great right now. He's going to have a great career. If he's not an NBA championship when it's all... If he's not an NBA champion when it's all said and done, I'll be shocked. He is fabulous. He, I will be Love shocked him. if he's not an NBA champion by the end of his career. Rockets. Shocked. He's a beast. I, I agree. Rockets, you gotta tip your snuggly dragon cap over there to the season that Jimmy Harden had. I don't. You got I'm to. I'm not going to. Just from a numbers I'm not going standpoint. to because here's the thing. Like, I've been Team Giannis since day one. Okay. I'm gonna stay Team Giannis till the end. You're so until loyal. I love it. I'm so loyal. And I'm a, I'm a Celtics fan. Giannis is in the East. Giannis is competing against my team four times a year. You can't not love Giannis. And I'm still giving him the MVP. Like, Giannis shoots 58%. Let's not even talk about Giannis. I no. want to talk about Jimmy Harden. You want to talk about Jimmy Harden, but let's talk about Giannis. Because, <laughs> oh, okay. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, great idea. Giannis shoots 58% from the field. Giannis puts up... He shoots eight less shots a game than You already Harden. made all these points. I know I did. I hear you loud and clear. You the think Rockets, Giannis is MVP. The I want to talk about Okay, here's the deal. Is how James Harden can have this many 50-point games. Because he stays in the game when they're up 20. 
Hart, Giannis doesn't. So you think the games that he, the the teams that he is playing are just no longer trying because they're down so much? I don't think they're. I I think at the point in the game, I don't want to say they're not trying when they start the game, but at the point in the game, when you're down twenty, you're just like, all right, fuck this, whatever. In the regular season, yes, I think most teams say fuck this. Hmm. I think most teams in the regular season say we're down twenty. Why give a? Why give it? Why like put our blood on the court when we don't have to? And Giannis has. Giannis has sat more fourth quarters than any player we, in the we league. We talked about Giannis. We already did, we already went through I know, this. but like this is why I don't want to talk about James Harden because he stays in in garbage time, and he gets more free throws than anyone. He gets more bullshit fouls than anyone. He double dribbles more than anyone. He, he pushes, does travel a lot. He, and he does pushes off more than anyone. He whines a lot. He whines a lot, and but it's like dude, why does this guy get that? His offense. Is nightmarish. I'm telling you, if Jan, if James Harden played in the East, he would not average as much. As, he would average maybe thirty, maybe thirty. Ricky, East, that's incredible to no. average thirty. It's incredible, but at his average, he averages fifteen percent less than Giannis. Fifteen, fifteen. Wait, what are you talking about? Gian, Giannis averages fifty-eight percent from the field. James Harden averages forty-three. He averages 15% less from the field. But James Harden can shoot lasers. And Any NBA player wide open who gets to Giannis? take four extra steps can shoot lights out. <laughs> Anybody. You give, Kyrie, you give Kyrie or Steph Curry that same courtesy, they're averaging 40. I'll Period. Give you, I'll give you that. But Steph Curry tried the same step back this year as James Harden. The same step back. I saw that. He got called as a foul, and then he put up what he put up. The 13. I saw that. He put up 1-3. He's like, the, he was calling out the ref. I because that. they let James Harden get away with that, and they don't let Steph Curry get away with that. There's Steph no, Curry would put up the same, if not more, numbers than James Harden. There's absolutely no merit to be gleaned from Jimmy Harden's silky smooth offense. Right. His lefty bombs that he puts up. Dude, all right. Right. You're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled. Yeah. Chris Paul. Chris will my will my guy ever get to imp- the championship? He's the most important player on the Rockets. Yeah, that's was proven last year, right? And it's proven this year because they were a five seed without him. Right. They were a five seed without him. They weren't even in the playoffs until Clint Capella came back. It was just like James Harden. It was just James Harden, and they were flirting with the eight seed. Then, then Clint Capella comes back. Then Chris Paul comes back. Then they're a real contender. Now I get yeah, it. So is a third seed even like let's say it's third everyone's healthy? Are they a third seed? They're a second. They're at least a second seed. I think if they're healthy all year, they're a second. They're seed. Second I seed. agree with that. Yes, but yeah, the Nuggets. Uh, what? But let's say like the Warriors have so many backstage problems, talent wise, no one can touch them. No one in the league can touch the Warriors. Demarcus Cousins, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Let me talk to Marcus Cousins. I forgot about him. Yeah. What the heck? He's a beast. You can't go to the Warriors. But he's crazy. Well, he was either going to go to the Warriors or the Celtics. I would like him on the Celtics. I don't like him moving to the Warriors. I think that's a jerk move. No, because no one wanted to pay him. And the only two teams who were willing to pay him were the Celtics and the Warriors. The the Pelicans were going to give him a two-year deal before he got hurt. And if I'm DeMarcus Cousins, I'm the best center in the league. Why am I going to take a two-year deal? I totally agree with his position of not taking that deal. And 
him Best like, you know what? I'm going to get the same money to be with the Warriors this year. I know Kevin Durant might leave next year, but this year... You think Katie's leaving? Yes, 100%. Why? Uh, Clay's, ta- Clay's contract is up. Uh, Steve Kerr and Draymond don't get along. Kevin Durant is, and Steph is taken care of forever. So it's like, if I'm KD, I'm not loyal. To, I wasn't drafted by the Warriors. I'm not loyal to the Warriors. I wasn't loyal to the team that drafted me. He's Why like would a, I stay? I'm going to go play with my friends. Kyrie Irving is his best friend. They both want to play in New York. Are they really? Yeah. And they hmm. both want to play in New York. I think they'll both be, unfortunately, I think they'll both be New York Knicks next season unless the Celtics get to the finals. We'll see. I don't. I think if Kyrie, if I think if the Celtics don't make the finals, Kyrie jumps ship to the to the Knicks for sure. So soon. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. All right. Well. Okay. Let's move on to the Portland Trailblazers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. A lot of a lot of headlines in this one. A lot of headlines. Are you, are you? I can forget if you're a Russell Westbrook guy. I love Russell, Russell Westbrook, love but Russell I love Westbrook. Damian Lillard. And I love Damian Lillard. I know. Which is such a fucking fun matchup. I I am so surprised at how well Damian Lillard is doing against... Like, who shuts down Russell Westbrook? And what a cool... Like, the fact that they're, like, scrapping at each other. Like, that's what we want to watch, right? Is is this rivalry. I I didn't realize that Lillard would be able to get in, in Westbrook's head so hard. But he definitely is. Yeah. It's it's crazy because like, like you said, like it's such a great matchup. Like, in they're the like West, the same. Pl- I mean, Russell's they're not the same player because Damian, like Lillard, is a better shooter than Russ. They're the same in the sense that they're as exciting as each other. I would say, um, yeah. but they're different players. Like Russell Westbrook is a guy who likes to attack the rim, and he he attacks hard as fuck. He is like vicious. I've never seen a guy attack the rim like Russell Westbrook. Inspiring. I went. I like, saw him play the Pelicans this year. Yes. And dude, watching that guy, he's a, the more, perfect word I heard was from Andrew. Motor. The dude. Motor. Is a motor. This guy's a Ferrari. Yes. And even when he's on the bench, I was looking at him. Everyone else is sitting down, kind of laughing, chilling. He is standing up and just hot, just eyes, just yes. gathering data and processing formations and and just. He was standing up, arms crossed, and he was glaring at the court, and his eyes were just zipping around. It was inspiring, man. It was yes. so cool. Damien, yeah. And he gets it, his own rebounds. He like, does. He, she bombs a, a three, maybe like 19 a game, and just gets his own rebound, See, tip, slam, dunks it Slam, dunks. Dude's a beast. beast. The things I hate about, like, when people, like, talk about Russ Westbrook and say they, like, he's a stat grabber. Of course he's he he's, he is because he's, tr- he's a so ball hawk. Like you watch Russell Westbrook and you just like look at a guy who puts one hundred and ten percent into the game, fifteen million percent. One hundred fifteen. Like how this are you guy gonna plays, talk shit about him for that? He plays so hard. How do you God. talk shit about him? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he grabs rebounds from other people because he he he's like a dog. He's a dog. He wants. You know what I mean? He wants, wants to make ball. everyone look bad. Dogs love balls. Shout out Link. Link yeah, Fisk. Shout out Link. Dude, you're such a he's good a boy. I mean, but, he break the rules often, but it's okay because he's it's so okay. brushless and he's so pretty. But like, anyway, like Russell Westbrook, he's a stat grabber, yes, but it's because he earns it. I agree. No one earned. Like, yeah, he averaged a triple double. Did he like give up a few like cheap assists? Maybe sure. Did he give up? A cheap what does that mean? 
Like he like he could have scored, but he gave it to a guy when he didn't have to. Oh, type just deal. to kind you know of what I'm saying? Him. Just to pat his desk, sure. <laughs> but he earned it because the other nine assists. If you give an assist, I don't know if that can ever be self. Like, screw no, that. No, screw that. Russell Westbrook it earned everything he deserves, Love and Damian Lillard is an absolute killer. They call him Logo Lillard for a reason. They call you him what? You Logo Lillard because he. He has the best percentage from the logo, from the furthest percentage out, furthest per feet out than anybody in the league. And that's because they call him Logo Lillard. He does rocking balls. He's a killer. You can't pull up from that far out and not be a killer. He's a killer. Such a beast. I think. uh, Do you remember that game? It was, I think it was a game set. It wasn't game seven. It was a playoff game, maybe like 2013 14. It was kind of his coming out show where he hits the buzzer beater long three, mm-hmm. um, I think, to advance him to the next round. He He's a, he's a superstar. Exciting player. Super exciting. Um, they're great. I think the Thunder have a better team without the Portland Trailblazers having Nurkic. But, uh, We're almost done. Come on, hold on. All right. But uh, I think the Thunder will get through. You do? Okay. I do. I think if the... Paul Trailblazers had Nurkish. Paul George is another superstar. I think if the Trailblazers had Nurkish, so smooth. Paul George, the Trailblazers so would take the series just because the Warrior, the Thunder have Adams, Westbrook, George. The Trailblazers have Stephen Nurkic. Adams, New yes. Zealand. Love him. But uh, it's a beast. It's a beast team. I do like that. All right, go freaking pee. We only got fifteen minutes left. You're you're not getting invited on another podcast for some time, dude. It's a small Making me run the whole show. All right. The Snuggly Dragon Podcast is brought to you by the expressions that young children make for photos. I can't get enough of these. You say, hey, smile for the camera. They're they're great at taking direction. They'll give you a giant smile. They'll do a goofy little mischievous pose. Right now, I'm looking at my little niece. Shout out to you, Veda Persephone M. Wait, Veda M. Persephone Fisk. That's the girl's name. If that's not bad, a queen of the underworld? Uh, kind of cool. Anyway, young children. Sorry. Uh, ages, you know, two to around five. I guess you start to become like a little jerks. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're so innovative because you, you don't even... You can't even conceptualize limitations yet. So just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for all of your work. And we're back. Here we go. Live with Ricky Audiello, who just took his fourth podcast break in the middle of the show. I have a small bladder. I'm sorry. 86, 84. Yeah, I guess a small bladder is part of a small penis. That uh, that definitely checks out. Small bladder, average penis. We do... We do have a quality game against the Pacers and Celtics. Celtics up 86-84. Timeout. 7.09 to go in the game. Let's go! Let's go, baby. All right. uh, We're still on trail. Okay, so you realize Trailblazers are up 2-0. Yes. And you still think the Thunder are taking it in, what, six, seven games? No. Um, Did I say? uh, You said the Thunder are coming out of that series. Yes, I do think the Thunder are coming out of that series. Russ is a killer. Let's just... They're playing right now, actually. Russ is... is are, what's the score? Either way, I think... It's uh, three to seven. I think without Nurkic, <laughs> it's hard for the trail. But, I mean, if they do pull it out, they can. 
Last year they had a great series with the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, if they pull it out this season, I don't doubt them. CJ McCollum, like they have, they probably have. CJ McCollum. They probably have the best backcourt in the league with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. I can't think of a better one-two punch in the one-two spot. Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, but they don't count. (laughs) Yeah, like you don't even. They're like the Monstars, bro. Like they don't count. Like they really don't count. Are they the best team ever? They have to be. I can't imagine Jordan's Bulls beating the Warriors. No, hell no. Like, like. You have the best shooter of all time in Steph Curry. You have Clay Thompson. You have Kevin Durant, who's one of the best scorers of all time. How are you going to fucking beat them? Uh, How are you going to beat them? I mean, I, st- I even... Andre Iguodala, DeMarcus Cousins, like you said. Draymond, say what you will. They, they are so unfairly stacked. It's just not It's not cool. No. Um. All right, so you think Thunder are coming out. I want... I want the... Russell Westbrook. I want him to... To win, will he ever? Do you do you remember when KD, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden were on the same team? That's crazy. Can you believe that? If that, that was, were the case today, they were in the finals against the Miami Heat. LeBron, that was LeBron's first dub, right? Yeah. That's like LeBron's the only, first. LeBron and D Wade and Chris Bosh. And Chris Bosh, yeah, they had a very good team. That Ray was, Allen, like they had a very Ray, good team. Oh my god. They had a very good. What team. an exciting matchup! I can't believe I can't believe KD, Jimmy Harden, and Russ were on the same team. That is but mind-boggling. How about this? And then they all left, or two of them left. That was seven years ago. Are you for real? That was seven no. years ago. No, 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 no. Yes, 2012. That was seven years. 2012 ago. was seven years ago. Yes, it's 2019. Holy bless! Can you believe that? Wait, Lent is over, right? Good Friday uh, means Lent's Lent over. over Sunday night. Oh, all right. Well, I can't curse yet. But holy shnikes. That's horrifying. Isn't that crazy? Seven years ago, the Thunder had Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. Our 10-year high school reunion's coming up. That's weird. Yes. Moving on to our final matchup in the West. Denver Nuggets, question mark, versus San Antonio Spurs, who are up 2-1, which I love. Greg Popovich... Probably my favorite coach of all time, question mark. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone who's just more fun. I mean, do you love Brad Stevens? Is that what you're going to say? No, Brad coach? Stevens is pretty boring to me. I, I mean, I love Brad Stevens as a coach. So do I. As a Celtics fan, I think he's a great coach, but like personality-wise, he's not fun. He's a little plain. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't say he's fun. Like, Pop would, I say, <laughs> would I say I want... Like another coach over Brad Stevens? No, but what it might I say, be nice to have a little emotion, right? But like, I like that he's even keeled because he has so many personalities on the team with Marcus Smart, Kyrie Irving. Blair, he might like, need to be that. Those guys. Greg Popovich is such a veteran. He's like more of a veteran than anyone in the league. Think yeah. about it. Think about it. Um, Popovich has been the coach since what, like ninety seven, ninety six for mm-hmm. the Spurs. David Stern's no longer the commissioner. It's Adam Silver. He became the commissioner a few years ago. Um, He's the oldest coach in the league. I can't imagine there's been a referee who's been around longer than Popovich. I can't imagine there's a GM who's been around longer than Popovich. I can't... I I don't know these things for facts. Right. But But he's up there. It's been so long. I can't imagine anyone in the NBA has been at their position longer than Greg Popovich. He has to be the most tenured person in the league. Yeah. There's definitely no player. 
definitely no player, obviously. Um, because the oldest player Vince in the Carter. league, Vince Carter, but like that yeah. dude's been like yeah, on he was nine different fucking teams. Like, definitely not Vince Carter. Like, Greg Vince Pop- is the oldest guy in the league. Oldest he player is. Because Wade and, and he's still balls. Wade and Nowitzki, he he he's still good. Vince Carter was was the oldest guy in the league this year. Even I think with anyway, Nowitzki right? And, yeah, even without Nowitzki and yep. and Wade, but yeah, he's still around. But he's around to get a paycheck. He's not joining teams to win a title. He's joining the Hawks. I'll give you that. You're not going to join the Hawks to win a title. I'll give you that. Right? You know what I mean? So Nuggets. I saw a I love young man named. Who who just had a great fourth quarter last game and uh, what what's his name the guy on the Nuggets, uh, Jokic? Nope. Murray. Murray. Yeah. Jamal Murray. Jamal yeah. Murray. He was bombing threes, kind of crushing it. Yeah. Um, but he's a beast. But dude, I I feel like the Nuggets snuck in. Uh, how did they get the two number seed? two seed? Like I, I couldn't have named one person on the Nuggets. The Nuggets have probably had the best rebuild, maybe in the history of the NBA. Like, they lost from, like, and, like, they've been rebuilding since Carmelo, since the Carmelo. Remember Chauncey, Mello? Yes. Kenyon Martin, the Thuggets? Yes, the yeah. Thuggets. And they've been rebuilding since then, and they've put together a team with Jamal Murray. They've got um, Will the Thrill. They've got Jokic. They've got all these guys who are beasts. And Jokic, his stat line doesn't scream MVP. But efficiency wise, he's the third best. He's the third most efficient guy in the league. Hmm. He's hit a bunch of game winning shots. The guy's a beast. He only averages twenty and ten, which doesn't look sexy on paper. Only twenty and ten. Only in twenty and ten. But when you're the two seed and supposedly the hardest conference in the league to the Warriors, like you've got an argument for MVP. How'd they do against the Warriors regular I, season? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't know how they did. But I'm assuming they. As good as they are, they probably split. And the way the the um, Warriors, let me. I'm gonna Google it real quick. But while we keep talking, I'm gonna keep talking about the Nuggets. The Nuggets are just one of those teams that they got. They have a great GM who built a great team. Not a great team, but they built a the number two seed in the West. Number That's a two great team, right? But they're not a legit title contender. True, but they're there. They're not a team. They didn't. Fizzle into mediocrity. I mean, they're down one two to the Spurs. So, say what you will. Right, they're down two zero, but they one, didn't. Two. They didn't crumble into mediocrity. They didn't do all these things. Um, the Warriors actually beat them three zero in the regular season. But yeah, so they're not. They're not going anywhere. No, they're probably not going anywhere. But they are a team that's on the up like to be the number no matter what regardless of what the cuz the warriors are the standard an impressive uh, feat they're still more impressive than everyone else around i'll give you that um any word on spurs personnel or anything you like about them i always I think as a new orleans guy i don't like them just cuz they're so close to us and they always beat us right and they're just boring they're fundamental just boring. basketball players I mean, when they had you. Kawhi, it was cool they're just boring to me. Even when they had Kawhi, like I think Kawhi is the most boring superstar ever. <laughs> like, what does that guy do? Like, when LeBron is he in the fast, he yams and bombs threes. He doesn't though. He doesn't. Like when LeBron's in the fast break, you're like, what the fuck is he gonna do? When right. Kawhi is in the fast break, you're like, I know exactly. He's gonna, gonna have do. a weird laugh. He's gonna have a weird laugh and like a simple dunk. Like, 
He's so explosive. His traps are just right. And the Spurs are the most effective team. But why were they effective? They had Tim Duncan. They had Manu Ginobili. They had Tony Parker for so long. Those guys were never. I mean, Ginobili with his battles with Kobe, where he was like breaking his nose, and he was very like those were exciting. But like other than that, outside of that, when were they really exciting? Like exciting. Never, never, never. They do nine passes, perfect, and like picks, if pick I'm and the roll, Spurs, layup. If I'm the Spurs and I get rid of Kawhi Leonard, there's not much better I can get than DeMar DeRozan. Like, they, they right, played right. that situation as best they could. Yeah. From like, there. getting DeMar DeRozan, who averaged 26 the year before, like, I'm trading my superstar for a guy who averaged 26 points a game. Okay, I'll take that all day fucking long. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I think they're right now currently out of the point of competing for a championship. Certainly. But, I mean, the I mean they have Popovich, too. and they've got options. They might squeak out of this first round, but are they going to beat OKC or Portland and then Rockets or Golden State? I don't think so. Um, which brings us to our predictions for the West. Golden State, Los Angeles Clippers, come on. Golden State. Golden State. Yeah. Houston Rockets, Utah Jazz, come on. Houston Portland Trailblazers versus OKC. You're saying OKC. I want OKC, but I just don't okay see it happening. So I'm going Portland Trailblazers. Okay. Nuggets versus Spurs. Keeping in mind the Nuggets are the higher seed, but down one two right now. I'm gonna go Nuggets. Nuggets. Yep. Yeah. But it could go either way. But I'm gonna go Nuggets. That one could go either way. You you mentioned when I said the most exciting series so far had been. Uh, 76ers Brooklyn you said in the east is there another series that you had in mind from the west that was more exciting uh probably Portland OKC just the way that, like just that match just the so way cool. Russ and Dame go have gone so each cool. other their whole careers how is Damian so is that a thing that, that they're because uh, I know now it's a thing but has that been a, a well earlier in the year this year Dame like when they played like OKC played Portland Dame was at the foul line, and Russell Westbrook was caught on camera saying, I've been busting that ass for years, like, to Damian Lillard as he was about to shoot a free throw. Like, I think they have a personal rivalry. I don't think it was a televised rivalry. Like, I don't think it was, like, one I don't of those. recall it, yeah. Right, I don't think it was one of those, like, rivalries like Pierce-LeBron or, like, one of those things that was, like, can't miss TV. But I think it was between them. It is now, man. Now it is. That's exciting stuff. Now it is. But back then, I don't think it was. Like I think it was just like, it was like personal between them two. But neither of those teams were really um, contenders in the West. So it's like yeah. you can have this rivalry, but none of neither of you guys are getting past the Warriors. So why are right. we really even having this debate? How is Russ doing on Lillard? Is he guarding him on the other end? Russell. Damian Lillard, surprisingly, like, no matter how much shit Russell Westbrook talks and how much I love Russell Westbrook and how much effort he puts into... He's coming on top. Damian Lillard's coming on top. He's got... He's scoring? Because I know Russ is just not really it's, scoring. It's, it's marginal. Yeah. Like, it's like a game... Like, if you put those two one-on-one... Unstoppable force, immovable object. Right. If you put those two one-on-one, I th- like, ten times, I think he would get six to four or five to five. Like, I don't think it would be, like... One guy dominates the other. What a fun but matchup. But Damien has so far won, really won the matchup on paper and statistically. Mm-hmm. But because Russell Westbrook is so explosive, he's appeared to win the matchups. Hmm. Well, so, I, I think right now the it looks like it's it's more obvious that 
Rustbrook is being shut down than it is Lillard's being shut down. Right. So it's so how it seems. So now you got um, Warriors versus Rockets. Warriors yes. are winning that match. Warriors, yes. You got in your bracket. You have Thunder versus Nuggets. Thunder. Interesting. I hope. I hope that happens. I'm the, saying the Nuggets Blazers. just Nuggets are just too boring for me. Yeah, screw them. Like star power always comes up. I'm telling you, I couldn't have named one person on their team before the playoffs. Now you got Warriors, Thunder, Warriors. I got the Warriors going all the way. Yeah, me too. Over the Celtics in yes. how many games? Six. Fudge. Yeah, I don't see. I don't want beat, it, but right, I see. But I don't see how you can how you can beat the Warriors. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, that that kind of encompasses our whole NBA playoffs thing. There are just a couple off. Uh, or non-playoff kind of headlines going on. Uh, one with LeBron, obviously. Love LeBron. Got to talk LeBron. What do you think? What the heck happened? I mean... I think there was a few things that happened. One, injuries happened. I think the Lakers were... Like, he got injured on Christmas, and he was out That's for, kind of his first time ever, really. Really, ever, yeah. In his, what, Being injured 11th for like season months. or something? Yes. He's been... Well, no, 11th. No, this More is than his that. 16th, 17th season. No. He was drafted 20, 2003. It's 2019. Holy shit. LeBron's in his 16th season. He's in his 16th year. Dude, that does not happen. I forgot. No. My man went to the finals, what, nine years in a row? Right. And Jeez, he, geez, it's Christ. Yes. This man, this man, he missed. But he missed a lot of time. Kuzma missed some time. Lonzo Ball missed a lot of time. He missed the whole end Lonzo's of the year. Lonzo's kind of growing up well. Better than I thought he would be. Yeah, but... That whole Lakers team, they lost. They lost a lot to injury, but at the same time, they were always dysfunctional. So I don't think this year, no matter what this year, it, it was gonna ever going to work. Because regardless of the injuries, they were never working together. Yeah. Are they going to make crazy moves in the offseason? I think? think they'll try. Right. I think they'll try. I think they'll try to get Anthony Davis. I think they'll try to get um, some other players, Kevin Durant, maybe Clay Thompson. Uh, good players like that. You think Kevin Durant would go play with LeBron on the Lakers? Why wouldn't he? If they could do, like, if they could win the next three titles, them two, that'd be one of the best stories ever. I don't see it. I don't see it either. I don't see it either. But I think I don't. Th- I I don't rule it out. Because Kevin Durant's a slippery villain. He is a slippery fuck. But if he's got, but it's 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 hard. Like if I'm an NBA player. Like, cause like the big rumor right now is that Kyrie and KD are gonna go to the Knicks, Knicks. when they drop, when they draft Zion Williamson. Oh my god! But if I'm an NBA player, if I've been like if I'm Kyrie, I've been in the league seven years. If I'm KD, I've been in the league nine years. I'm not gonna go risk my hold future. Up, hold up. KD's only been in the league for nine years. One year, one and done. He's been in the league forever, dude. No, LeBron's been in the league for we seventeen. Just said, seventeen, and KD is eight years younger. Kevin came, or he might be right. down his tenth year. Can't be right. Kevin Durant came in in two thousand nine to two thousand nineteen. So yeah, so he's in his tenth year. Tenth year, I believe. Wow. Eighth, ninth to tenth year. Okay. Well, um, because Dude, so he's got think some about time. It, like, Kevin Durant, like there was he's time, never been injured, really, right? Either. But there was a time where it was just Carmelo Wade and. 
and LeBron before mm-hmm. KD. Like then KD was a rookie, and then it was KD and Westbrook, and like there was a time before KD was really a threat to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, um, like there the big rumor is that KD and Kyrie are going to the Knicks with Zion. But if I'm an NBA vet, I'm not betting my future on a rookie. Like regardless of how how great Zion is. I'm not betting my future on him. Knicks are definitely going to get or because Andrew Wiggins, the favorite to get the number one pick. Yes. Oh uh, well, them the Suns and it's a because the way that the NBA changed it, where the last the final three teams all have an equal shot at the at the mm. number one pick. So it's um, the Suns, the Knicks, and that's a better way to do it. That way you I can't agree. just you lose can't just out. Right. Yeah. And there's a third team involved. I can't remember who it is, but it, the Knicks is the logical choice, and. Um, but if I'm an NBA vet like Kyrie or Kevin Durant, I'm not betting my future on Zion just for a rookie. Oh, I see. Like Zion, I think will be great, but even LeBron took a few years before he was a playoff. Pl- you know what I mean? Before he got his team to the playoffs. Yeah. He's he's probably the best player who ever lived, LeBron James, and it took him until 2006 to get his team to the playoffs, and it took him until 2008 to make his team to the finals. So that's five years. Mm-hmm. If you're Kyrie or Kevin Durant, are you really going to bet the next five years on Zion? No, but if you're Kyrie, you'll bet on Kevin if you're Kevin the other way around. But will you go to New York? If the other guy's going. Kevin Durant's so weird to me. I, They're both weird to me. I can't get it. As much like wow, Kyrie's man. on my team, so like so you love him. I'm impartial to him, but like he's weird as shit too. Like, yeah. I, like, I don't have the same... like. Like, Paul Pierce, I have a very emotional connection to. He was my first favorite NBA player. I have a very emotional connection to Paul Pierce. I don't have that same connection to Kyrie Irving. Right. Like, if Isaiah Thomas came back and he started being the Isaiah Thomas of three years ago, I I would push Kyrie Irving to the curb. No hmm. question. Wow. Because heart means more to me. Like, I want my guys to play with heart. And Kyrie, until he proves to me that he He's actually... He's shifty. Until he cares about Boston <gasps> as a team fan, until he cares about Boston, I just I, I can't you. I can't keep him that close. I so if he you. leaves, I really don't care that much. Final thing, Anthony Davis. What's the story with him? What's going What's going on? Pel and Pelicans, General Pelicans. If you well, have any thoughts, they just hired a new GM. Um, I believe his name's David Griffin. I could be wrong. I know his last name's Griffin. I, don't, I think his name first name. Stick David. with Griffin. I don't want to be a dick, but Griffin. He's convinced he can keep Anthony Davis in New Orleans. He has a great. He was a the Clippers assistant GM. Okay. Great relationship with Rich Paul, who is Anthony Davis's agent. Um, apparently Anthony Davis values relationships more than anything, and he didn't value his relationship with Dell Demps at all, who was the Pelicans' previous GM. So I think. Anthony Davis will give the Pelicans a year to try to put something around him. The only hmm. problem is if they can't, because it's very hard to put like a lot of pieces in place for one, for year. one year. Right. It's very hard to do that. If they do that, then Anthony and they can't pull it off, which he is goes. no fault to David Griffin because he could do everything he could to do it, but it might just not happen that way. Anthony Davis could walk. Without them getting anything. I thought he was already gone. If I'm the Pelicans, I trade Anthony Davis and get whatever I can back. Because he's not going to stay for long. He, But even if he gives them the sh- opportunity to prove that they're trying, 
he might still not stay. Right. Like, think about Dwight Howard. Like, this is how I was just talking to someone about this. Dwight Howard wanted Stan Van Gundy out in Orlando, right? Orlando commits to getting rid of Stan Van Gundy. Then Dwight says, I'm going to stay in Orlando. Then a month later, Dwight says, actually, I want a trade. Give me a trade. What if that happens with AD? What if AD buys into all of David Griffin's shit? And then a month later, he like starts to think about it too much. And then he's like, you know what? I don't want anything to do with this. That'd be bad. And then he becomes a villain when he's really just a young guy who doesn't know what he's thinking. Like, no matter what, I kind of feel and bad for And I mean, can AD. you blame him? Yeah, for he's staying in for so long. Like... He's committed to the team for... He's been here since he was 19. He's yeah. 26. They've Drew Holiday's a great player, but they haven't really put anything else around him to really compete for a title. So how can you blame him for wanting to leave? Well, because isn't he kind of being a jerk? He's being... They're, they were sitting him for the last many games of the right, season. Right, but that's because they expect him to just be gone. Right. So So why not practice with the people who are going to be here? It's hard because it's like because the Pelicans were in a situation where if we play him and he gets hurt, then we have nothing to trade. Right. Because we have a hurt asset. And he's in the same mindset where if I get hurt, I might not end up where I want. My career is kind of screwed. So the Pelicans should have been able to just shut him down, personal. I think I like I get it as a All season right. ticket holder. I want to see Anthony Davis. I paid for Anthony Davis. I want to see Anthony Davis. But if I'm the Pelicans and I know he's coming. not coming back, I want to protect my trade asset to get the most back for him. So f- going forward, I have the most to produce on the court. Makes sense. It's a ve- like Anthony Davis. Before, if you asked me two weeks ago, I would have said Anthony Davis is good as gone. Today, I truly believe that David Griffin, because of his relationship with Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, mm-hmm. who is represent who represents AD, I think Anthony Davis could be a Pelican like for a long time. So I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know who they can bring in. It's a very difficult situation. I don't know what to say anymore. If you asked me two weeks ago, I would have said Anthony Davis is a Celtic because the Celtics have the most to give up for him. Right. They have the most draft picks. They have the most assets. They could give up for him. Anthony Davis is a Celtic because if they wanted to make him a Laker, the Lakers offered him every. The Lakers offered the Pelicans everything for him, right. and they said no, which means they valued the, what the Celtics had more. So Anthony Davis is a Celtic, but now that David Griffin's in the picture, he might stick around. Can they stick him around? Right. Gotcha. So it's very interesting. Any other general NBA stuff before we move to our conclusion? No, I think uh, I think we covered, covered it. Everything? Like it's all about the playoffs, baby. It's all oh, about the playoffs. Fair. We covered the playoffs. And um, you did a free agency job. is coming up sh- soon, and uh, I'm excited for free agency. But I'm also excited to see how these playoffs turn out. Yeah, we're just. Starting. I hope someone upsets the Warriors. Me I love too. the Warriors, except unless Warriors. it's the Rockets. Fuck the Rockets. I hate. The Rockets. <laughs> right. Well, then, in closing, how can we make the world a better place? Ricky, I think know. we can make the world a better place by just, I think the biggest problem in our world is we're not honest with each other. Ooh. I think no matter what, we try to present ourselves as our the best versions of ourselves mm-hmm. and not the present versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think if we presented ourselves as the present version of ourselves, this world would be a better place. Could, because we would want to uplift each other more. Because mm-hmm. you might see someone as like, 
they might present themselves as the best version of themselves, but they're not there yet. So you're like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? And then, like, if, but if they pervert themselves as the present version of themselves, you're like, you know what? I want to lift this person up. In my imperfect, embracing your right. imperfection. Right, I'm not kind of... perfect yet. Yeah. I know that, and I want to be more perfect, and I want you to help me be more perfect because you've got something I don't have, and I have something you don't have, and we can get ourselves to that place. Wonderful. So I think the way to the world could be a better place is if Honestly. we all just presented ourselves as our current selves and not what we want ourselves to be. Hmm. Very interesting. I like that. I'm going to say make sure your release point on your jump shot is as high as possible. That's it's hardest to get blocked there. And I guess if we have more, just everyone's better at basketball, it's more competition. And I want to say competition is good for the economy. That's how cop- capitalism works. And, yeah, if, if people are making more shots, then they'll feel better about themselves. So um, make sure you're, you're – you, and use your legs. Use your legs yes. in your jump shot. Legs so are people get lazy. People shot. get lazy. But look at Clay Thompson's jump shot. Look at Ricky Ariola's jump shot. Oh, my God. It's fucking gorgeous. Do not look it's at Ricky beautiful, Ariola's jump shot. It's beautiful, dude. Are it's we like, gonna, are we it's gonna like talk the about, rainbow in fucking Wizard of Oz. Are we going to talk about the last time we played one-on-one? No, we're not. We're going to talk right. about the time we played two-on-two. All right, well, we're signing off, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for your patronage. Thank you. Uh, shout out the recline. The recline, baby. Uh, anything else you want to draw traffic towards? No, I think, uh, you know, we're the recline. Um, us and Snuggly Dragon working hand-in-hand together. Um, if you're looking for your sports... Uh, look no five, further. You know, opinions. Look no further than the recline. Uh, stick around on the site. Stick around on the Twitter. Snuggly Dragon's got short films. Got They've got merchandise. They've got everything. What don't they got? We are... You know, Sketch comedy coming your way soon, folks. It's just an absolute dynamo that media uh, powerhouse. Together. Media powerhouse, exactly. Hey, so, I love you, buddy. You're a great fucking guy. I love I mean you that. too, dude. It's all, all right. about bless up. Stay safe out there, everybody. Happy Easter and peace out. Peace out. I have Jesus. to pee so bad. AudibleTrial.com slash snuggle. Get a free audiobook. 30 days. Free trial. It's really great. This is a commercial for my new movie available on Amazon.com. It's called The Horse's Ass. It's a short film. When four wild bridesmaids lose the family engagement ring during a raucous bachelorette party, they bring to court the suspected culprit, their stripper, Centaur. Here's a little audio teaser just for you. The stripper stole my engagement ring! Time out. Did you really get those scorpions? My client is a proud member of a stoic race of mythical creatures. He stuffed me like a turkey last night. I am Phaedipides! Let the record show that he is a total dick. Are you sure you passed the bar? I have never passed out. Not at the bar, not ever. Pagan whores! Pagan whores, Your Honor. The defense calls Jean Latifah. I drove them to a ladies' establishment called Floppy Richards. I accidentally touched her booby area. Fuck you! Yeah, I pulled that tasty little wallaby out of the sea turtle tank. It's very true what they say about horses. Huge. We centaurs live by a code. Our gold must be earned, our women powerful. And preferably with massive breasts. Testically, I consent that you give it all up to become a mythical slut bag. Objection, your honor. If that sounds like it might float your boat, give a little click on that link in the podcast description. Check it out, giggle, and 
Maybe even leave us a nice, thoughtful review on Amazon describing your experience. Bless you, my child.